There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, this is Kim and Kat from Kim and Kat Stay Alive Maybe and Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. And we're here to tell you about Val, coming soon to Dread. Finn, a wanted criminal, Uh hides out with an escort named Val, a demon. That's not good. Val offers to make his problems disappear if he follows her rules. Don't do it! She has been expecting him all along, and it won't be easy to escape Val's dungeon. That's kind of hot. You can catch Val on demand on October 5th and on Blu-ray November 2nd. Dread Podcast Network presents... Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Comedy podcast. We're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers are fucking all. See? And this week, I, Ketrin Porter, am gonna stri- stri- I'm gonna try to stay alive. this popsicle stand. Let's blow this popsicle stand. But I'm See? gonna try to, to keep you in this popsicle stand. It, and, I was wondering um, where you were gonna go with that. I'll eat popsicles with you while I tell you the story. See? Eat popsicles. Yeah, I love it. My mom brings popsicles to the trash men every day. That's so kind. It's very sweet. Aw. That's what I thought. And I used to say pocketer instead of popsicle. Pocketer. That's, That's my cute. popsicle content for the episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't I got I I've completed mine already. Yeah. I had two <laughs> I had you wanted two to talk popsicle. about I don't know. Snow cones and how they're gross. Snow cones and, and how, how water ice is delicious and a snow cone is trying to be water ice and um I'm that's sorry, disgusting. Wooder Ice? Yes, Do you mean Italian Ice? No, Rita's Wooder Ice. No, Rita's Italian Ice. It's in the name. It's literally called Rita's Italian Ice. Not in Philly. Not in Philly. They have a totally different signage. Um, this is your local popsicle news podcast. <laughs> uh, all things flavored ice. Vagina <laughs> <laughs> holds out. Tits up. 
Ooh, take a big bite of that popsicle now. <laughs> Ouch, my teeth. Too sensitive. Okay. Ooh, geez. Um, hi. hi. Okay. First order of business is yeah. that I watched The Visit last night with my own eyeballs. Please tell me your thoughts. Um, I still loved it. And I uh-huh. watched it with someone who hadn't seen it. Okay, um, so didn't know the twist was coming. So I was so excited. I like yeah. watched him watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But there was one thing that either when you told me I missed it or you missed it because it happens like in the blink of an eye. And I was like, I think that she didn't see it. I was like, I think that Ketrin doesn't know this. Oh, my God. Tell me. <laughs> because, well, tell me, did you only watch it one time while doing notes? I did, so I might have looked away. Exactly. So this happens to me because it's like we're, this is, I mean, we're lit. It's, it's a, it's It's a a frenzy. It's a frenzy. I, (laughs) well, you know what? (laughs) Yeah. Let's get to that. Kim just asked me a very concerning question right before we started recording. I'll cover that in a moment. But what did I miss? (laughs) So, okay. I mean, whoever has not listened and watched the visit yet, uh, move forward spoilers 60 seconds yeah so at the end um once they figure out the twist uh and at one point they're like it's before they start playing board games they're like yep we're gonna go outside and do a quick couple quick shots outside yes and they open the door for a second and then grandpa shuts the door yeah they open the door and that chick that is standing out there is hanging from a tree hanging from a tree i think well, now that you said standing out there, I was like, wait, I think she was hanging from a tree. Because remember, they were like, at one point, they're like, we didn't see Jane or whatever the fuck her name is. Stacy. Stacy leave. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. So they like knew what was up from that moment. But that's probably exactly, that is exactly what happened is I went like this. Oh, you it, can't see what I'm doing, listeners. I'm looking down. I'm writing notes. I look up. I see she's there. I look down and write yeah. more. Like, it was also like the blink of an eye. Like I was like, uh, what? Wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm so excited to talk about this because I was like, I think that Ketrin doesn't know I missed it. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely said like, and s- someone's standing out there. Oh, okay. yeah. I think she was hanging from the tree. Okay, now I have to go back and look. Well, now, now I got to go back. Well, and now look. I'm concerned. Because you said well, she was no, standing I, there. But it makes – your thing makes more sense. Okay. Because in my yeah, storytelling, I was like, where the fuck is Stacy? Yeah, and why is she so, just standing outside? Right. Yeah. Uh, also, I was <laughs> – we were literally about to start recording. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I had to, like, finish my questions because this thing at work happened, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was late. And so we're, like, sitting on the computer together in front of each other's faces. And I was like, I can't wait to tell you this movie – what? Oh my goodness! It was like a two chains oh, thing that she got. Two chains for sure. It was yeah. the realization in real time, and I was like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> and then she just left. <laughs> I still had like two minutes of the movie left to watch, <laughs> but I had already seen it. This yeah. is the infamous movie that I watched in the um, the movie theater, theater. right? Uh, with the scary bathrooms. Uh, but oh, yeah, right. yeah, a call came in right when I had like a minute and a half left. And I, there was like some, I was like excited to tell a certain part. And then I was like, wait, 
I don't remember writing that down. I just <laughs> missed it. Anyway, so that was that was now. um we had two concerning things that happened. So first, it was Kim forgot to watch the end of the movie, <laughs> and then she says to me, "How do you write your questions? How do you pick them?" And I was like. We are on episode 163. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't asking for help. I was just inquisitive. Like I well, was like, now wondering. I know that. But you can understand my concern. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> could you help yeah. me with this thing? That's like the huge part of this the, thing we've done 162. That's kind of the only thing. <laughs> the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was concerning. It was a roller coaster for me, but we got there, and I feel okay now. It's great. Um, I had a little horror scenario of my own right before we started oh, recording. No. So you know how everything annoys me, including it, but mostly not limited to sounds of any sure, kind. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So my back has been jiggity jacked uh, for the last couple weeks. Okay. My back's been jiggity jacked. <laughs> uh, like it just feels like my back is just like a bag of hundreds of marbles oh, is what geez. it feels like yeah it's okay. not great so i was like i know i'm gonna be sitting in this chair for a minute so i'm gonna go get a massage from my little Ooh, neighborhood place nice the walls are erected right like it's like an open floor plan and then they put up basically yes. like flats Cardboard. to separate out <laughs> so you could hear ev- everything okay there was a you- fucking guy next to me do you remember that episode of friends where fucking Phoebe was like, I'm not massaging you anymore, Monica, because all oh, your like, sex mm, sounds. Mm. This motherfucker <laughs> right next to me was so loud and moaning so like pornographically <laughs> that my massage therapist started laughing <laughs> loudly. And then I started laughing and it did not deter him at all. And then He's finished and he picks up a phone call and proceeds to loudly have a 10 minute phone call right next to me where he started crying on the phone well. call on the phone call. What's happening with this guy? Um, and I couldn't he's eavesdrop because he was speaking Spanish. Oh, no. He spoke English the whole rest of the time in all of his sex noises. Aww, all of his I sex noises were English. Okay. In his life. I hear you, and I knew that you were going to say this. Listen, <laughs> I really worked really hard to find my empathy for him, where I was like, You're, he's crying, he's clearly going through something. Yeah. I still was like, please step 50 outside. feet outside. <laughs> yeah. Please step 50. Like, he literally what was he like, was getting sobbing. getting more than a massage? I thought about that. But then I was like, hearing her sort of be like, uh, like, okay is that like <laughs> not wanting me to think that she was giving him a happy ending uh, right, kind of thing right right um yeah i was like i'm sorry and that then it clearly crying. wasn't like, a happy ending because no he because cried. he sobbed for 10 minutes afterwards but then he like i hear him on the phone like you know saying something in spanish and then like opening the door and be like excuse me can i have some tissues <laughs> uh, i was like leave <laughs> I was very upset. He's the only he's he's the he's the main character in his movie. I know. I was like, act like you've been somewhere, man. Like, oh, what buddy. the fuck? Yeah. So, but I was proud of myself for still enjoying my massage. Good for you. Because there was a time in my life 
where I would have said, well, my massage was ruined and then Good chased job. him out of the <laughs> saying, please reimburse me you for my what? money. You're right. And snap yeah, or like, to you. Or like knocked on the wall. 100%. I've done that before. Yeah. 100%. That's a get out of the your car at Starbucks line situation for yeah. you. And I'm yeah. very, very, very proud of you. I'm going to tell Book Thank Club. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve gold stars for that. I didn't murder someone in a massage parlor. Yeah, because great. Normally you would. I would. I, that's growth. That's growth and evolution over a lifetime. Thank maybe. you. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Speaking of people that are a comedic TV show sitcom at services you go to, where I got uh-huh. my lashes done. You know that Seinfeld episode of like Low Talker. Yes. I've never experienced this kind of person in my life before, where it's like. It's, it's, can't hear them. I genuinely can't. Like, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're saying. I hope it's nothing important because I can't. And I say what? Like three times. And she's wearing a mask mm-hmm. too. So like, doesn't help obviously, it but like, help. I'm just like, I, I can't read her lips mm-hmm. and I don't know what she's saying. So I mean, there's not much to be said, but like, I genuinely, still, it's uncomfortable. Like, you are so, you, and she's speaking, she's not whispering. And I'm like, you are the lowest talker. So. my entire life who are you how do you live your life yeah what do you do to the people that you speak with this is some great asmr right now do you have friends what do you talk? how do you guys talk how do you speak are at all bars of friends quiet are what you do you just do? quiet talkers at, at bars yeah or restaurants anywhere it doesn't it what doesn't do you do anywhere sense. in the world yeah i don't get it. um i have this problem often but it's with children uh, in schools mm. where it's like if they're young children a lot of times they don't really have their voice anyway right. and they're also in masks kind of. yeah and I'm like trying to be like is Gertrude here and it's just like here <laughs> and I'm like I think I might have heard someone breathe was that Gertrude are you here <laughs> Raise your hand, Gertrude. <laughs> Gertrude, speak up. <laughs> I didn't know Gertrude was such a popular name these days. Yeah, it's all the rage. All those granny names. Gertrude, Beelzebub. Not Beelzebub. <laughs> That's your favorite name. <laughs> no, Beelzebub is the name of the devil. You're, you're thinking the, you're... of Urzabet. I know. <laughs> that's all that's that's all correct. Yeah. I just thought yeah. Beel- I knew Beelzebub was the devil, but I also thought it was your favorite name. <laughs> This is my little or baby. What you Beelzebub. wanted to name your child? At that felt, a baby. That that just felt normal to me. It didn't feel weird at all. No, so. I would never do that because Jerry already told me that that's his favorite name for his. Uh, oh kid. yeah, you don't want to take Jerry. I would never take it. Yeah, because yeah, so. he's our guy. He's our bestie. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. Let's tell. Do me you want to hear about a movie? <laughs> yeah. Did you take notes on it? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. <laughs> I look, I watched it in a movie theater. Okay. And I survived the bathroom. Great. Afterwards. What else can we ask of And then I watched part of it and took notes one day. And then I think I watched another part of it and took notes earlier today. And then I finished taking notes 12 minutes ago. You think you watched a part of it and took notes today? Yeah, I think th- no, that de- that happened today. Uh, okay, guys, <laughs> here we go. 
This is Malignant. Yay! So excited to watch this. From 2021. Woohoo! Directed by James Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, story by James Wan, Ingrid Bisou, uh, his wife, an mm-hmm. actress in it, um, and Akella Cooper, and the screenplay is Akella Cooper. Cool. All right. Dead or Alive. Madison. <laughs> an actual very popular career. An actual very popular <laughs> Madison. Um, dead. Sydney. Sydney. Surprise, Sydney. Sydney. Uh, she's alive. Kakoa. Ooh. Dead. Regina. Dead. Tour guide. Dead. <laughs> Dr. Weaver. Alive. Dr. Fields. Alive. Dr. Gregory. Oh, God. So many doctors. Well, I don't know about Dr. Gregory. Dead. <laughs> Winnie. Oh, Winnie Cooper? Um, Dead. Gabriel. Dead. Well, this is one for the books, folks. I think that might have been her worst dead or alive ever. <laughs> Congratulations, me. <laughs> now you feel like me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We start on a scene that looks like it comes from, I don't even know, a cartoon, a comic book, but it's real life. It's a Big, huge, dark, spooky building on the edge of a cliff. Ooh. With the moonlight showing, and it has, like, <gasps> green lights throughout mm. it. The dream. It says, <laughs> I knew you would think that. <clears throat> Simeon Research Hospital, 1993. Okay. You've been there. I have. Not to the place, but to the year. To 1993. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we hear the click of like a, a camera whirring on, like a video uh-huh. camera. <laughs> and now we see in front of the camera is a doctor. <laughs> I wrote red, white, and British, but I don't know why. <laughs> oh. Red, white, and British? <laughs> she has red hair. And she's a white lady. And she's British. <laughs> that's funny. <red>, right. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's How adorable of you by accident. Didn't, didn't mean that at all. <laughs> well, red, white, and British is standing in front of the camera, like in front of in her office, you know, so she's talking to the camera about what's going on a patient. So she says, Gabriel Gabriel is getting stronger and more malicious. And if um he keeps grow if the if it keeps growing at this rate, we're no longer gonna be able to contain him. Uh oh. And she's like, We're determined to and like the lights start to flicker a little and then uh-huh. like we hear the door open and someone like comes in. It's just a voiceover. We hear Dr. Weaver. He's got out again. <gasps> so now we're going down the hallway. Red, white, and British is walking down the hallway. And she's like talking to the security guard who is Mike Mendez. Hello, Mike. He's a guest on our other podcast, Kimmy Cat Survive the Cellar. So go check it out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How fun. Okay. Um, I had to like look because I was like, it kind of looked like him, and then I was like, had to like yeah. double check, but I was like, oh, crazy. That's so cool. they're walking down the uh, hallway, you know, and he's like, he made it all the way to the records room um, until we caught him. He he found his info information Uh-oh. in the records room, and the doctor says that he wants to go home. And the lights start fl- or like flickering in the hallway, like the alarm starts going off. We get to this. Um, 
another doctor, Dr. Fields, comes and he's like, we tried to subdue him. Uh, we tried to ECT, like nothing's working. And like all the machines like started going crazy. And it was like he was drinking the electricity and controlling our machines. Oh, this is not good. That's what the doctor says. Yeah. This is not You never good. want to hear that about one of your patients. You never <clears throat> want to hear that, that they're drinking the electricity. Yeah. Shoot. I prefer right. to chew my electricity. Thank you right. very much. <laughs> I prefer to inject it. Ooh. No, I prefer to snort it. <laughs> I prefer to. <laughs> I didn't Stick know it up your say. butt? Like uh, a vodka soaked tampon? For, I was going more for masturbate it. Yeah, I was going more for the hoo-ha, not the butt. Oh, but Same okay. area. Your colon is, your rectum absorbs faster than the vaginal tissue within your, so. You're yeah, I really still. trying to get But some. I was talking about what I prefer. Sure. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. To each his own. So, uh, <laughs> we get Eating to like the electricity. this doorway in the hall and <laughs> someone is kind of like thrown out of the door and we hear like the nurses screaming and Mike like opens up like a big, like, uh, not stun gun, but Uzi. it shoots a, a passy out. Dart gun. A dart gun, but for passy outs. <sighs> Tranquilizer, Tranquilizer gun. Tranquilizer gun. But Got like it. a. Yeah, big like one. a big one. Good, jo- good job, Mike. Where'd and, go? you know, the doctor starts to, like, go into the room and this other nurse, like, slams the door and is like, don't go in there, you're going to die. And then Mike starts to go in and the second he opens the door, he, like, is attacked. Ah! Like, something, like, ripped at his arm and now is like, I don't know if an arm or blood is, is an arm. I mean, a bone or something. I don't even know. His <laughs> arm looks unwell. Unwell. <clears throat> and then all the lights in the hallway explode. God. So now it's just like red, you know, emergency exit yeah, sign emergency lights, light. basic, basically. Yeah. So Dr. Weaver goes now, gets the gun, and she goes to the doorway, just kind of opens the door and like shoots in. And we hear like uh-huh. a screeching inside. Like, Aah! Oh. So now she goes in and there's like dead bodies of nurses and doctors. Gabriel. And Dr. Weaver says, strap him into the chair. So... Mike and some other security guard drag. So all we see is they each grab a side, but we don't see. Like we're seeing like feet, basically. Yeah, we're not seeing what they're grabbing. So they're grabbing, and we see two little feet with panda socks on get dragged across the floor. What? And then they like go through a curtained area that's like plastic curtain that you can't really see through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like it's frosted. Frosted. I knew you had the word for me. You always do because Mm -hmm. I never remember that word (laughs) in every episode where it exists. (laughs) And so through that, they like put it in the chair and like. um, You're saying it when I picture panda socks. Can I imagine that the feet inside those socks were human shaped? Yeah, I just didn't know what to say exactly Great. okay that's fine uh, say no more i just definitely, wanted to make sure that you weren't like they're chicken feet with socks on yeah definitely um human feet with like cute little panda socks on got it and so they put him in the thing and like strap you know straps strappy straps yep. restraints um yeah. and doctor says you've been a bad bad boy gabriel and we just hear like screeching through the thing through the plastic sheet and i'm like 
alien looking like i don't know it's like you can't really i don't know what the fuck's going on back there and then we start to hear like electronic feedback kind of sounds like and the radio is there and a voice starts coming through the radio and it says i will kill you all oh dear and they say he speaks he's (gasps) broadcasting his thoughts through like the electricity and the radio waves that he was eating little beelzebub Beelzebub. and the doctor says i thought we could help him but i was wrong it's time to cut out the cancer (gasps) okay credits and it's like really long credits and And like like, yes (laughs) (laughs) and like it, it it but, like, it was interesting that they were so long because that doesn't right. normally happen, you know? No. And it was, like, the beginning of, like, a TV show almost of, like, a like house or something. where, it, But it had, like, almost, I want to say, like, Sith, like, kind of music slightly where it's just, like, okay. Bam, bam. And, like, it's all close up of, like, doctor's notes, like, um, oh. creepy shots, x-rays, okay. um, surgery happening, blood. That um, is very TV. <clears throat> Yeah, and so I was like, something's going on here. Something's happening mm-hmm. with this movie. And okay. <laughs> and then it's like, we're reading notes, and it says, like, sleepwalking, waking dreams, like, and then it's, like, cutting through skin, like, they're clearly doing surgery, but it's, like, mm-hmm. clip, 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 you know, and, like, it, reading, like, manipulate and control electricity, um, and it says, like, uh, something about, like, left child in our care. Like, Uh-oh. someone left the child in our care, et cetera. Okay. <clears throat> so all of that is kind of like, I don't know. We can make some surgery assumptions, at least. Of like, sure. whatever the yeah. fuck. About Gabriel. Surgery assumptions. Basically, what I was not, I didn't look up anything about this movie. I was Great. going in. That's my favorite. Dry to the bone. Yeah. And I'm just going to like tell you now because <laughs> I. Dry to the bone. She was. <laughs> yeah. I. What was unexpected and why I think there's a lot of mixed reviews. Oh, okay. Is that there was a certain level of like camp to it. Got it. But like not. But like still serious camp. Yeah, that just makes stylized, sense. stylized, yes, but like, it does, but not overly stylized to the point where you're like, "What's happening? Is this stylized?" You. Yeah, you know. So Eric, uh, Eric, and I have also avoided any and all things about it. Um, and he was like, "What movie is uh, Kim doing?" And I was like, "Malignant." He was like, "Oh, I I've heard it's not very good." And I said, "I've heard the exact opposite." I've and heard he was both. like, "Yeah, that." Yeah, so yeah. it's like you love it or you hate it, but I think it's because people are going in expecting. I've read some things since then, but I think, okay. and I was expecting, like I'm going in expecting The Conjuring, right, or, or some form of that style. Yes, and it was not that. Like it was like I don't even know what, like some <sighs> giallo, but also like is that how you say it? Um, gallo, gallo. I think that's a word that I've never heard said, and I just read it. It's gallo. Gialla. Eric used to write a lot of gallows humor. Gallows humor. Well, let's look it up. Wait, are you, how are you spelling it? 
G-I-A-L-L-O. Oh, I've heard you say that about yeah. Eric. And yeah. I didn't know that you were speaking about this. Yeah, but hold on. I want to make sure that I'm not an idiot. So oh, we're all the idiots together. Or people are just screaming at their phones right now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> is it the Italian term designating mystery, fiction, and thrillers? The word gallo is Italian for yellow. Pronunciation. Gallo. Gallo. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Well, here we go. Apparently I Learned have heard new. the word and I've read the word, but I never said them the same. So yeah. <laughs> I was always talking about two different things. Yeah. So yeah. That and I've read since that he was like blending a lot of different things, which is like like he was like, I just didn't want to make the same shit I always make. Which like right. obviously it's like Obvi- he's made yeah. Saw and he's made like he's made a lot of movies and then like Aquaman and shit. But he's like, Yeah, no, sorry, like you're not just gonna keep getting conjuring movies from me. Yeah, this again. is the movie I wanted to make. So here I am. <clears throat> I was yeah. kind of like more power to you with that one. Um yeah. but it was just like I was a little like what's happening? Got it. And I will say the credits was like the first tick off for me because I was a little like, these are so long. Mm-hmm. And that ha- after watching many movies, that's what usually older movies have yeah. really long opening credits. So anyway, now we cut to a big um, white house and it says present day, um, like a tall kind of house. Okay. And an old station wagon pulls up and this preggers lady gets out. And she goes inside. It's definitely like an older house. Like it's not been updated inside or anything like that. Okay. She's in a nurse uniform. And she goes upstairs to her nursery for her Prager's baby that she's going to be having. Okay. And she clearly looks like she's maybe having some pain a little bit Mm -hmm. with the baby. Mm -hmm. And we hear the TV on in the bedroom. So she goes in there and there's a guy in bed and he's just on bed. Watching UFC. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, you know, because um, it's like daytime. So she's yeah. home early because she said Dumplin' was giving me a hard time. Dumplin'. So she goes in the bathroom and is like looking for Tylenol. And her husband is like, well, if you're in pain, like, don't you think you should like not be going to work? And she like comes out and turns off the TV and he yells at her. And he's like, oh, I was watching no. that. And she's like, I need to get some rest. And he's like, maybe you need to stop getting pregnant. And she uh, says, I know. And she says, I need to lie down. And he said, the doctor said it could happen again. How many times am I going to watch my children die inside you? <gasps> and he's up in her face and says, you're breaking my heart. And so this is Maddie. And he, his name is Derek. Maddie and Derek. Kim? We ride tonight. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an inside joke oh. for only five people, but. Yep. Um, two of them are here. Ah, his name is Derek, too. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. So. Oh, that's fucked. I'm real mad. Yeah, it was, it was very upsetting. I was like. So it takes know. place in Texas. <laughs> no. Actually, it's Seattle. Oh. And I'll tell you how I know later. All right. So he's like up in her face being like, you're breaking my heart. And I was like, the gaslighting and abuse is. And she said, we can't keep doing this. And he's like, what, Madison? Are you saying it's my fault? And he like touches her belly and she pushes him. And he's like, you bitch. 
And she's like, don't touch the baby. And he gets up and slams her back and her head slams against the wall, like makes a dent in the wall. What the fuck, dude? And she like slides down the wall, like still conscious, but like literally the back of her head made a, like you can see the dent, like a circle. I wonder why she keeps having miscarriages, bro. Right? Wow. And then of course he says... I'm so sorry. I'm so baby. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go get some ice, and he <clears throat> leaves the bedroom. Seen it. Question number one: What do you do? What does she do? Kill him. I kill him. I kill him. There's now <laughs> proof that he abused me. Um, I have a bump on my head. Um, I thought he was gonna kill me. I'm gonna kill him in self-defense. No problem. I have zero problem with this. She. So he just went down to get ice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know her yet. Does she just lay down in bed? He's going to kill her if she doesn't kill him. That's two half points. Okay. Mostly just because um, I think the baby's really important to you. And so, like, your attempt to kill him might harm the baby. Right. I hear what you're saying. Which would... I mean, I was going to be stealthy as fuck about it, but I didn't say that in my answer. So <laughs> I'll take it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing it out of. Uh, <gasps> no, it was going to be a calculated rage, like a very. Out of knocking on the massage wall rage. Right. Yeah. Old, old, old timey. Old, old timey Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she does just get up. She closes the door and locks the bedroom door. And then just kind of like leans against it and slides down the door. That thing that people only do in movies and never only in real do life. In movies. But it was utilized well because as she slides down, a pool of blood, blood goes down the wall. Kill him, Madison. And so she, like, touches the back of her head and, like, pulls it back and it's, like, covered in blood. Fuck. And now Derek comes back and he's, like, banging on the door. And he's like, babe, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I just, like, I can't control myself sometimes, but that's not really me. I'm trying, you know. I, I've given up drinking and I can do better for you and the baby. And he's like, it's an accident, Maddie. And I was like, mm. Oh my god. This is this is what we call triggering. Yeah. And triggering. So now it's nighttime and we're just looking at a shot of the house and there, you know, it's dark inside, just the porch light is on and like the porch light flickers a little bit. Mm-hmm. We go up, we see Maddie in bed alone, sleeping. And Derek um, is downstairs in the living room asleep on the couch. Great. And in the living Perfect room. time to kill him. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what the credits sound like. Except not. Oh, that was a great theme song. <laughs> I really wanted to be able to do the credits for you because it's like the song really plays throughout the movie, mm. so you could get the vibe. But well, I'm gonna watch it like immediately after you tell me this. So, but I like, I couldn't quite get my brain around it also because I didn't even remember to finish the movie. So it's like it was did, hard yeah. for me to you, also you remember the stuff music. On your plate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you weren't even sure how to write your questions. So I, I get it. I hear you. So. Anyway, we hear kind of like a rattling sound, like almost like the pipes rattle a little Mm -hmm. bit. And so Derek wakes up and he's like, Maddie. And we hear the sound again coming from the kitchen, but it's all dark. And we hear the sound again. And then the blender turns on. Like We're just (gasps) sitting on the couch hearing the blender on. 
Question Stick number your two. dick in it, Derek. <laughs> what do you do? What does he do? <laughs> uh, Correct. He, yeah. <laughs> he probably unplugs it. Or was it plugged in? I guess I should ask. I can't see it. Well, we're in the living room. Okay, so he goes into the kitchen to see if it's like plugged in or like what the noise is and unplugs it. Um, I am Derek. I know, but like you still have to try to keep yourself alive. I stick my dick in the blender. You didn't want her to get pregnant anymore, Derek. Honestly, right? Um, he, I guess he just goes into the kitchen as well and to investigate. You stick your dick in the blender. Oh no, we both go into the kitchen like to investigate. Point for him. A half point from my heart for sticking your dick in the blender for you. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, he gets up and goes into the kitchen to look, and the blender is just running empty. Okay. No one's there. Okay. Doesn't turn the light on. Those are still off. Doesn't turn the light on? Are you a dummy, Derek? Are you Derek the dummy? (laughs) He is. Derek the dickless dummy? (laughs) Yeah, Derek the dickless dummy. I love it. So, he turns the blender off, and we see, like, a light kind of turn on behind him. So he turns around, the fridge door is open. And he's like, what? And he goes and closes it, and he's like, Madison? And then this electric, Ah! like, static sound, like, comes Ah. on. Uh, The TV had turned on. So he goes, it's kind of one of those houses where it's like, living room, goes into the kitchen. There's kind of, I think, like a hallway that goes back around to the living room. Sort of like my parents' house. Does that make sense? Where it's like a circle. Yeah, Yeah. just with, like, less rooms. It's more that one side. It's kind of just hallway. And where the hallway is, that goes towards the front door or up the steps. Got it. And then there's a back door in the kitchen, too. Okay. So he comes down the hallway. So he's, like, you know, standing behind the couch now, basically, like, in the hallway of the living room. And so he sees the TV is on and, like, the channels are switching. And he's behind the couch and Maddie is sitting on the couch. Like, we just see the back of her head sitting there and it's, like, click. Click, 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 static. Ah. And then the TV turns off. Derek turns the light on. No one is sitting on the couch. <gasps> oh, shit. So he, like, walks forward a little and, like, looks at the couch. And the cushion almost, like, raises up a little. Like, like something ah! like that. <laughs> Your girlfriend's a ghost. <laughs> Question number three. What do you do? What does he do? Um, does he go upstairs to be like, Maddie, what are you doing out of bed? Um, oh, I'm going to get a lot of use out of this voice today. <laughs> Maddie, what's up? Um, Derek, the dickless dummy. What's up? My name's Derek, the dickless dummy. Um, <laughs> and that's your resume. I will. Uh, what do I do? I'm Derek. Um, TV's off now. Mm-hmm. Lights are on. I 
And I just saw her sitting on the couch. The back of her head, yeah. The back of her head. She has, like, um, she's, like, I mean, the most stunning fucking eyes ever in the oh. universe. Just yeah. beautiful. But she has, like, um, brunette hair with bangs in it, but it's, like, really long. Okay. Like uh, long I'm going to change. Thick, how I always thick. wished mine was. Oh, you have beautiful hair. Get the fuck out. Um, I, I think I'm going to switch. I think I'm going to go back upstairs, go upstairs to check on her. And I think he ignores it and lays down on the couch. It's like (laughs) fucking weird, right? (laughs) Zero points. Great. He goes like through the living room back towards the kitchen again. And now we see behind him is like a dark figure. And then it slams his head against the wall. Yay! And then in that moment, Maddie wakes up. Ah! And she's like very pale and a little Ooh. damp, like sweaty. Okay. Like I was like, girl, I think the, the the answer to the last question should have been call an ambulance because you're pregnant and your head is bleeding. And your head's bleeding. Yeah. Because it looks like she's lost some blood. And yeah. so she sits up and then her Probably pillow... difficult for her to call an ambulance, though. With him oh, in the house. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so she's forced to sleep and then now sits up and the pillow is covered in blood. Yeah. Guess what you don't do when you have a concussion? Go to sleep. And so she hears like a thud downstairs. She goes to look. So she's like walking downstairs and she's like, Derek? And she gets downstairs and like goes into the living room and we just see like shock scared face from her. Uh-huh. And then we see Derek's body on the ground with his head like lifted sideways off his neck. Hooray! Yay! I was like, oops, not actually going to use that voice ever again. Yeah. Very exciting. Because now he's dead, dead. dickless Derek dummy. Yeah, dead, dickless Derek dummy. And then she goes and makes herself a dick smoothie. A dick smoothie. Mm-hmm. Gross. Now I'm just, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to add him to the dead or alive. Sorry. Fuck. There's too much pressure. <laughs> so she, um, it's okay, you would have gotten it wrong anyway. I, this works d- out No doubt, you. no doubt. No, with a name like Derek, I would have you said You would have said dead. dead. Oh, I'm so For sorry. For sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll give you a bonus point. Yeah. Because I believe you. So yeah. she, um. Now, though, the dark figure creeps up behind him, Oh fuck! his body, and kind of starts to crawl towards her. So she uh. runs back to the front door, but it comes and slams the door shut. And so she kind of, like, falls back onto the ground. So yeah. it's, like, between her and the door now. Question four, what do you do? What does she do? I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. <laughs> um, I didn't know how I was going to get out of that. Um, I think she, okay, you told me a lot about the floor plan. So she's at like the back kitchen door or whatever. No, she's at the front door by the living room and the stairs. And then okay. it's like the hallway that goes towards the back to the kitchen. I am going to give it the old college try to run out the kitchen door, like run away from it out the back door. Um, She is like, this is going to tell me a lot about her. Whatever the whatever she does right now is going to tell me a lot about her. Because I'm like, 
That's what I said is pretty smart. Or she goes, what are you? Or she runs up the stairs and locks herself in her bedroom. I'm going to go with runs up the stairs and locks herself in the bedroom. Yay! She runs up the stairs. And now it's like POV of the thing, like following her. And so she runs and like slams the bedroom door shut, but like. It, it, like, pushes it open a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, but we literally see it, like, open. Like, it's, like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And then it Fuck. pushes the whole fucking door flies off and she flies onto the ground and slams her head on the ground. <sighs> Fuck me. Cut to helicopters and cops all outside, ambulances, um, still nighttime. Two detectives get out and they're talking about what's going on. It's a home invasion. The neighbors called it in. There's no forced entry. The wife is at the hospital. Oh, congrats. Yes. And so it's two detectives. It's um, a guy named Kakoa and then a lady named Regina. And uh, uh, basically Regina's like, oh, here comes Miss uh, Lonely Heart. And there's, like, a little CSI girl that comes over. And this is Winnie. Okay. And she's, like, very cute and kind of nerdy and has, like, heart eyes for Kakoa. Like, it's just, like, hi. Cute. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, and this is also uh, Ingrid Bisu. Okay. James Wan's wife. The little girl or that, the, but the, okay, got it. Winnie, the CSA. Got it. Yeah. She's an adult woman. Just cute. Right. No, I, I, I got it. (laughs) She wasn't a little girl who had the job at the CSA. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She she was, she's full grown. Full grown adult. Yeah. (laughs) So, but she's like kind of excited. She's like, I've never seen anything like it. Like maybe in like an automobile accident but nothing more and so the detectives like kind of we just see them walk in and just like see where the body clearly is and like Coco is like holy shit the head being ripped off yeah and his dick in the blender yeah, yeah. they were cool Oof. cool I've only seen a dick in the blender in an automobile accident before <laughs> and now yeah. here yep so cut to Madison in the hospital and she kind of wakes up and is like Sydney And I was like, Sydney. So there's a blonde girl that's like asleep, like on the side of their bed. Um, Mm -hmm. So she wakes up. It's her sister. And she was like, you're at the hospital. Like Madison's like, what's going on? Like, where am I? You know, kind of thing. And Sydney says, you're at the hospital. You were attacked. And Derek, dot, dot, dot. And so Madison starts to cry. And she's like, I was so scared. I was so scared for my baby. And she touches her belly and it's flat. Oh, no. And she's like, where is she? Where is she? Which, by the way, you don't automatically get a fucking very tiny belly, even if you have a miscarriage. Washboard abs. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And Sydney's like, they couldn't save her. And Madison's Mm. just like, no, 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 no. And starts crying. And then fucking Sydney, like, starts like, petting her head to try to calm her but like yeah pretty aggressively like i was like girl she's got a head wound she's got a head wound you Stop don't need to patting the back of her head so hard to calm what her f- what a weirdo 
That's <laughs> weird. Stop it. I don't pet people hard on the head when they don't have a head I injury. I know. I thought it was very weird. Why are you such a hard head petter? She's a very aggressive head petter. <laughs> and then Madison is just like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's daytime. Madison is just laying there like fucking comatose, basically. Right. Just like eyes staring. Detective Kakoa comes in and... You know, he's like, Madison, and there's no response. And then Sydney comes in, and she's dressed in a princess costume. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm her sister. Oh, I work at Family Planet. I just, I'm on my break. I'm a princess got at it, Family got Planet. It. Okay. <laughs> Cute. And basically, Kako is like, do you know anyone, anyone who would want to hurt them because there was no forced entry, da 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 And Sydney says, I wouldn't know. Derek kept us apart. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dickless, dead Derek. Yeah. And Kakoa's like, well, this isn't the first time it's, ha- it's happened to her, right? She's had two miscarriages in the last three years. Uh, and Sydney says, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And she, like, crawls in bed and, like, lays next to her. And I was like, oh. And Kakoa, like, Ouch. gives his card to her. And now we see the Seattle skyline. Cause there it, has it is. The, the, the pin. You know? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Sure. The Seattle pin. The the needle. (laughs) Needle. The needle, right? The needle. It's the needle. The syringe. (laughs) The Seattle syringe skyline. The Seattle (laughs) stylus. Yep. Seattle stylus. Seattle swizzy. (laughs) So now we're at the morgue. And uh, Regina, the detectives are there, and Regina is basically saying there's no fingerprints, but all the hand patterns are upside down, like the perp was hanging from the ceiling or something. Oh, no. And Kako is like, oh, does that like match forensics or something? And she's like, there's no footprints on the ceiling, if that's what you're asking. Right. So they've got a real like detective buddy buddy vibe of like, yeah. which, you know, like she's like very sarcastic. Okay. And, you know, because it's. A movie or TV show from another time period. It's very weird. Interesting. (laughs) I hear what I hear what's happening now. Okay. And so they said that the neighbors said that Mr. Mitchell knocked her around. Mm. And so Regina's like, no forced entry, abusive husband. That's motive. And she puts a lollipop in her mouth. She puts a lot. I love her. And I didn't make that up. That's, this is That's very stylized. <laughs> yeah. This is but real like, stylized. looks is filmed. Not stylized. Not stylized. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I see why people were split. They're a little confused. Yeah. I think it's just what people were going in wanting, thinking it would be one thing and then not it getting was that. So totally most people yeah. didn't like it. I would say for that reason. Right. Um, I just had to like get my bearings. I was like, right. Oh, this is the ride here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So now we see two weeks later. Title card. Two weeks later. A Prius pulls up to Madison's house and it's Sydney dropping off Madison. Uh, Sydney's an actress. Oh. She's like, oh, I could, you know, come in or like blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be alone. Like I can take some time off you know, work and auditioning. And she's like, it's not like I'm booking anything anyway. 
<laughs> so, so I don't really. <laughs> so Madison is still sad um, with her beautiful, beautiful sad eyes. Ugh. And she's like, I couldn't protect her. Sydney is like, you can, you know, stay somewhere else. Like, you don't have to stay here, you know. And Madison is like, this is my home. I'm not losing that, too. I'll be fine. All right. So she goes inside. And I was like, like I she had a like, really great life insurance policy for Derek. Right? We're stacked up on that shit. She deserves it. Yeah. But also, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go into my big old house where murders happened and I was attacked. Can I not? Yeah, and also I, I had a I, miscarriage. Also the nurse yeah. was there. Like, can we, can I not? I, no, I, I, I I'm like, disagree. take my, <laughs> yeah. or at least yeah. take a day off. Good Lord. I guess she off spent and two like, weeks in the hospital, but yeah. And like, let's sell the house. Let's get some money, cash yeah. in that life insurance policy. Let's just go let's live a life. Anyway, she goes in now it's later. It's nighttime. She's like walking out of the bathroom, like kind of like drying her hair, you know, with the towel. And she looks out the bedroom window and the street lamp starts to flicker a little bit. And okay. so she like looks out a bit more and then the light goes out. And it's very foggy and dark in Seattle. I don't remember yes. all the fog, but in this movie, always foggy fog. and dark. Yeah. Or just smoky and dark. I don't know. A lot of no, it's smoke fog. fog. Smoke is here. Smoke is here. That's we're true. we're in smoke yeah. right now. It's because it's that's also why the air is orange, orange currently. It's also ground smoke ground fog ground fog. <laughs> it's ground fog day M- mist mist perhaps yeah it's not not it's not upper level fog it's, it's roof fog it's ground it's, fog. it's first floor fog first got floor it fog. yeah first floor fog first floor fog so it's dark <laughs> and i recall this when i saw it in the movie theater but if I had only watched it with my own eyes at my own home, I wouldn't have really seen it. Oh, so I'm only okay. vaguely telling you because okay. obviously I keep my lights on. Sure. A, because I'm scared. B, because I do need to actually write in a notebook. Right. Exactly. But mostly because I'm scared and it's nighttime and I'm alone. M- mostly it's the scare. And so, guys, I'm such a wimp. I really am. You're I know really not. You're really not a wimp because you still do it. Yeah, but so most watch people it. are like, I turn out my lights, I sit alone on my couch and watch horror movies, and I'm I, like, but I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, those people, I think they're telling fibs. <laughs> so, anyway, I think it kind of starts to vaguely look like a dark figure a bit in the fog, like sure. kind of starting to cross the street, but like you okay. barely see it, and the glare of my lamp wouldn't let me see it at all. Right. Is what I'm more of all of that story. Got it. And then the light flicks back on and nothing's there. Shit. And then her house lights start to flicker. Oh no. Question five. Snorting the electricity. What do you do? What does she do? Um, Quit snorting the electricity. (laughs) How many times do I have to tell you? Gotta tell you. So the lights are now flickering in her house. In her home. Uh, she goes down and checks the fuse box. I say, hi, Sydney. Come get me. I'm not staying here. Goodbye. Point for you. Thank you. You were just attacked. Yes. 
and now shit's getting creepy. Like, by no, like, thank also you. kind of a dark figure. Like, yeah, she just like goes downstairs and locks the front door. Why was your door not already locked, ma'am? You were attacked. Why was your door not already locked? And why is locking the door your solution to creepy electricity problems? So many, so many, so many. Yeah. So much of that. It's, it's, it's ground fog. Baffling. Ground fog's day. Yeah. So then she goes and like starts shutting all the curtains. Again. And then (laughs) goes to the back door in the kitchen. It's wide open. Oh, God. Well, because she didn't lock it. Well, now she closes and locks it. And she's just like in the dark kitchen, kind of like walks away a little bit. The door opens again. Great. Great. Question number six. What do you do? What is she? This is just going great. Um, (laughs) I'm going to grab my cell phone on the way out the opposite door. Whatever the fuck door I'm at, I'm going to the other one. And as I walk down the goddamn street, I'm going to be like, Sydney, pick me up on the corner wherever the fuck I am because I'm walking away from this house. Um, And then she, the kitchen door is open. The kitchen door opens again. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like watch this movie. Does she like grab a knife from the kitchen? Point for you. Leave the house. Oh, my God. What does she do? She doesn't even grab a knife. She just runs through the house, up the stairs, down the hallway, into the bedroom, and locks the door. Madison. And then just whispers to herself, there's no one there. There's no one there. It's just in my head. It's just in my head. No, Madison. There might be someone there. Like, I'm like, but you were actually attacked. And someone was actually murdered. So, like. Yes. Why do you think it's in your head? So this is, but it, there was actually like that was like a badass shot. It was like as if the camera was like literally pointed down, and uh-huh. it like followed her through the bottom of the house, up the stairs, up to the top of the house. Like she like ran around. Oh, that's like cool. It was like watching like a a mouse in a, ma- in in a maze. maze. Yeah, it was like a, very a mouse cool in a maze shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say it was a very like cool that. shot. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, that's why I forgave her. For her behavior, because it of was the cool shot, shot, really cool. Cool. <laughs> you know where else you can do an aerial shot outside? With someone walking outside the door. <laughs> so now the house is quiet, and we're just hearing like kind of just shots throughout the house of like the water dripping and the clock ticking, and I was like nightmare. And outside, <laughs> the porch light flickers. Now it's daytime. We've made it to daytime, and she's like. Now I'm on a mission. What does she do? What do you do? Now I'm on a mission? Well, I I say that. No, but that's the energy she's giving? Yeah, 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 yeah. She didn't, yeah, she didn't, yeah. She didn't say that with her words, but she said it with her intention. I'm on a mission. To be honest, it it could have been She could have. All right, so it's daytime. She's on a mission. She seems to feel like she needs to stay in this house. So maybe she does like a whole montage of like boarding up the house and locking the doors and setting booby traps home alone style. (laughs) I am putting the house on the market and staying with Sydney. 
Again, point for you. Thank you. Okay, so this is how this is going to go. I got zero dead or alive, and I'm just going to get all the points for me because it's me going, sell the house, leave, put his dick in a blender. Great. I mean, it's close to what you said, but like not even. It is like, no. it is a montage of tools and stuff. So I was like, oh, she's boarding up. She's going to board up shit. She's going to like board right. everything up. She just puts more locks on the door, like deadbolts. Can I have like a half a point? I'll give you half a point. Yeah. The intention I mean, was there. Yeah. That's okay. What about the fucking like, okay, whatever. But like I had at least even the same thought that you did. And then it was just like, it was like, like it was a whole montage of like fucking. Yeah. Screwdrivers. No, but the electric kinds. Drill. Drill. Electric drill. Electric drill. Was it a screw drill? It was a screw drill. And she, uh, you know, but then it turns out it was just like a lock on each door. (laughs) I was like, why weren't we already having those? Yeah. So now Cindy pulls up, though, and tries her key in the door and she can't open the door. Mm. And cut to Madison standing in her bedroom, staring at the dent in the wall. And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, honey. I know a realtor put that house on the market. It's a seller's market right now. And then Sydney's at the window. She had climbed up to the second floor, like on the roof of the porch. Because she. Sydney? She pulled a fucking what's his face and scream at the window. Oh, I was gonna say she pulled a fucking Liesel in Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Considering her name is Sydney, I've already related her to Scream. I relate everything back. Yes, and we all know I've only seen that movie once, very recently, so I don't but recall sh- if I were. To but be she'll honest. see it again, <laughs> day after Thanksgiving, bitches. Will she? Yes. Okay. Don't start this bullshit with me. <laughs> Great, I'll I see can't you the wait. day after Thanksgiving. Great, I can't wait. I hope. Great, please prepare my Irish whis- my Irish whiskey now, <laughs> my Irish coffee now. Great. <laughs> you know what? Skip the skip the coffee. Just give me the just whiskey. Go with the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> what if? Okay, so Sydney climbs in the the window like Liesl. We watch. Or scream in honor of the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, We will not not be watching Sound of Music. So I will take a double feature at best. All right. Seven hours. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) So anyway, Sydney gets in the window and she's like, Mm -hmm. I was worried about you. Which honestly, you have a right to be worried. Sure. And... um. Madison's like, oh, I installed dead boats. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, good idea. And yeah. she, Sydney's like, well, mom made a casserole, but I couldn't climb that up the porch with it. So it's, <laughs> it's, on, it's outside your door, okay? Yeah. And Madison tells her about the dent in the wall. She's like, Derek smashed my head against the wall. And, okay. she, and Sydney's like, I'm sorry, I know you're not supposed to like speak ill of the dead, but fuck him. You yeah, deserve no, you better. Speak of, yeah, and you I can was speak like, ill of dead, dickless, snaps. dumb Derek. Yeah. And Madison's like, I thought, you know, about leaving so many times. Like, and I was like, just about mm-hmm. to do it. And then I got pregnant. 
she kind of like sits on the bed, you know, and she's like, if only I was able to have a baby. Oh, and Sydney's like, it wouldn't have no, fixed anything. No, honey. it's not. And, and Madison's like, no, I don't mean it that way. She's like, I just, I just wanted so badly to have a blood biological connection with someone. And Sydney's like, what? what? And Madison tells her, oh, basically, she was adopted when she was eight. And Sydney didn't, didn't know. know. Sydney is like finding out in the moment. And she, Madison says that she remembers nothing from before that time period. And just that they said her mother died in childbirth. Oh, and then we get the music. Our music is back. It sounds just like that. Oh, man. She didn't remember the first eight years of her life. She remembers nothing before being adopted by their parents. Ooh, that's um, we got some repressed memory shit happening there. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Fuck. Okay. So it's like. I can't I wait like, to play the music for you. I know. I feel like David like, Caruso wow. should be taking off his sunglasses right now. Yes. It's a little that. Yeah. And it's just shots of the city at night. And then we go and we hear someone say, welcome to the Seattle Underground. Hey, we They're did that the tour. tour. That we did. That tour was very cool. That was maybe the best part of Seattle. Guys, they had to build a whole city on top of a city. And so underneath it's Seattle is just an another city under city. there. They yeah. just built the city one story up. It's so fucking cool, you guys. Yeah. So she says that because of the fire of 1889. And they say the ghosts of past still haunt these tunnels. And then the lights start to flicker. And so she's like, ooh. And they all ooh. laugh. So cut to people leaving the tour now, like giving her tips or whatever. So now it's just her, the tour guide, and she, like, goes to an old-timey cash register and gets, like, out cash, and she starts, like, unplugging the lights. All the lights are, like, floodlights, so she's, like, literally, like, unplugging extension cords that are, like, laying on a barrel. Right. And so she's, like, unplugging, and she hears a noise in the dark, like, basically down the tube. Goodbye, we're closed! And by tube, I mean tunnel. Right. And she literally says, we're closed. (laughs) I love it. And then we hear the noise again. And she's like, you can't be down here. Hello? And so she just starts to walk into the dark tunnel. (laughs) And then turns to leave and she hears another sound. And then she turns away and there's a loud sound that's like a snarl growl. What does she do? What do you do? Oh, honey, you are not paid enough to investigate spookies. Spooks. You got to get out of there. Uh... So she's kind of walked a little bit into the tunnel? Just a little. Uh, I tell you what I do. Walk the opposite way of the growl and leave and then quit. Goodbye and then move away. Um, she goes into the tunnel to investigate the growl. Point for you. I, f- I would have preferred run instead of walk. Okay. I got what you were saying. Yeah. And she turns and runs, but not okay. out. 
she just runs back to the barrel and is like, I need to plug these lights in. No, you don't. But it's like, of course, she's struggling now because she's like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. and we have like a POV of like something coming towards her and then the lights go on and nothing oh. is there. Okay. But the lights start to flicker, flicker. And then <laughs> above her, something jumps down ah! on top of her and it's like a dark figure. When you say dark, is it like made of shadow or is it a solid figure in shadow so i will say that this time felt like a solid figure in shadow everything okay. before this felt made of shadow made of shadow got it that's a cool. great way to describe it let's put that on our notebooks for okay pin that to the board for great next time i need to describe how to describe something. things i'm really good at describing things like, I really like words. Yeah. And I'm I, really bad at it. It's interesting that we both do this podcast. <laughs> I know. But you're, like, you're a fun little puzzle to me. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. I actually think I am really good at describing it. I'm just not good at words. That's that's exactly how I feel. So, cut to tour guide waking up. And our music oh. is back. Okay. David Cruz pulling off his glasses music. <laughs> um, but more synth. Mm. The sizer. Got it. <laughs> so she. <laughs> um, so she wakes up. She's like waking up. We're just kind of seeing her face at first. And then it starts to like zoom out. And we see that she's like tied up. To a wall slash ceiling because it seems to be like a diagonal wood situation. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I do. So she's like. Like the beams are near. She's, the ceiling beams? Yeah. So okay. she's literally yeah. like. That's a bummer. <laughs> like That's a bummer. Like leaning diagonal. You don't ever want to be surprised on the ceiling. If you find yourself on the ceiling, you want to know how you got there and why. It's not good. It's not good. So her mouth is taped. And it's just kind of very dark. But just on the side, there's um, the sidewall. All there is is like a big kind of fan on the wall turning. Got it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the only light comes from is from like the other side of that. So it's just like that shadow. And very cobwebby and stuff, you know? Yeah. And then we see the dark figure that is a figure made of person. Okay. Figure made of person in shadow. Okay. Putting, I already forgot the description. (laughs) You couldn't tell. A figure made of person. (laughs) I like that better, honestly. (laughs) Is it made of shadow or made of person? (laughs) So... It's a dark figure putting on, like, leather gloves Mm. and has, like, really long, dark hair, kind of scraggly hair, and a long leather, like, trench coat. Okay, hot. Leather. Yeah, I know. It was, like, very Matrix slash you in Antigone in college. (laughs) Wow. Deep cut, Kim. Deep cut. Yeah. I was uh, just part of the Greek chorus in Antigone, and the inspiration was the Matrix. 
It's okay because I think I was a guard, and the <laughs> inspiration I think was um, Doctor Evil Doctor Evil Austin from Austin Powers. That was Kim's costume. Felt like the costume inspiration for mine. Yeah, so it wasn't much better. Yeah. So the radio, <laughs> the radio flickers. <laughs> I should find a picture of that. I think I have one. I hope you don't. <laughs> and um. The radio kind of starts to like flicker and like through that we hear, I can't tell you how long I've waited for this, but not yet. First, Dr. Weaver. Dr. Weaver? Cut to a phone ringing in a home. Dr. Weaver answers. Hello. I'm British. I have red Uh hair. I'm white and British. Right. But I'm older now. (laughs) Okay. And we hear, Dr. Weaver, it's time to cut out the cancer. Oh, no. And she's like, what? Who is this? And then the doctor hangs up and she goes to her home office where there's a bunch of like trophies and stuff around. One for like excellence and surgery and stuff like that. Yeah. For the Doctor Olympics. Which is what I Googled today for the hint. Mm-hmm. And she has a bunch of binders of all her patients. And so one says, Patient May, 1985 to 1993. She pulls it out and looks through and looks at a picture and thinks thoughts. Thinks Stares thoughts. Stares at okay. it with thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but we don't see it yet. We don't see the thoughts. Or the picture. We or just the see the back of it. Got it. <laughs> yes. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that. You did not see her thoughts. No. Written on the screen. But we could guess. But we couldn't. Yeah. We don't know, actually. She was just thinking thoughts. I'm, okay. I'm going to cut all this out. Stop it. Stop talking, Kim. <laughs> I'm moving on. So now it's nighttime. And then okay. we moved on. Now it's okay. nighttime. We're at Maddie's house. The radio is playing. Again, it was like weird music choice. Yeah. And Madison is doing laundry, but kind of putting laundry into the basket in the bathroom or the bedroom. <laughs> I got, got really, it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's upstairs Glitch, in the bedroom. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> She's upstairs in the bedroom, piling up laundry into her basket. Got it. The lights start to flicker. God damn it. Static sounds come through and like a, you know, the little tertiary yeah. kind the of owie, thing. The owie sound. Uh, from the radio. And then it goes back to normal. So she goes downstairs carrying her laundry. And as she's walking down the steps, there's like a, brrr, like, yeah. someone runs by her in the hallway. Okay. And so she goes down and like looks around. The lights start to flicker and she hears again, like Fuck. her hurts her. And yeah. she touches the back of her head. She's bleeding. Fuck. She's like, shit. So she grabs a towel from the basket she's carrying and wipes the blood. Okay. Question number nine. What do you do? What does she do? You already know my answer. You already know my fucking answer. I'm already giving Leave. you Yeah. Uh, get out of here. What does she do? Okay, so her her initial goal was to do laundry. Yeah. Okay. She's walking down the stairs. She's now in the living room. She's made it to the downstairs. Where did someone run? Like at the bottom of the steps, I think. 
Okay. But then she kept going down the stairs? Yeah. And then wow. took a quick look around. All right. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is really hard to make choices for her because I'm just like. Um, yeah. All right. So she she is immediately concerned, not with the mysterious figure made of shadow that previously killed her husband and caused her to miscarriage, miscarry, but with the blood on the back of her head, which is also serious. But that appears to be what she's concerned about right now. Correct? Correct. I mean, barely concerned, to be honest. She's like, shit, and like grabs a towel and puts it on her head. Does this bitch continue to do laundry? No! I will look for literally any excuse to not do laundry. (laughs) And the fact that she had two, mysterious shadow person and bloody head, and she's still like, gotta do my chores. Yeah. So she goes to the laundry room. It's um, a front-loading washer. So it has like that little bubble clear window door. With you. So she opens that up and starts putting clothes in. And then she turns and looks and Dr. Weaver is like Mm. in the door. Like her face is through, is like on the other side of the door and Dr. Weaver screams. Ma'am? And so Madison like like crawls back against the floor like, ah! And Dr. Weaver's face is just in the little window hole and is like, what are you doing in my house? And Madison is like, this is my house. Who are you? And then Wait, Dr. Weaver said, what are you doing? Yes. With her head in the uh, through the window glass. What the crap, Christ? So Madison okay. had like kind of crawled back like on her, you know, her hands are on the floor. Yeah, yeah. She's like Crab on walk. the floor, basically. Yeah. yeah. And so she now like can't move. Like her hand is like stuck to the floor. She. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> not move. And black trench coat walks by her, black leather trench coat walks by her, grabs Dr. Weaver's head and pulls it. So now Dr. Weaver is in the house fully. Okay. And then slams, throws Dr. Weaver onto the floor. Madison is just like stuck, like paralyzed staring. Okay. And then the walls start to melt around her. The house like melts away and then melts up into another house. She's now, it's now Dr. Weaver's house. Great. But she's still just stuck on the floor. Great. And it's like static feedback on the TV. And we hear, it's time to cut out the cancer. God damn it. And Dr. Weaver's like, no, no, it's not possible. And Black Trenchcoat throws her around a whole bunch. Um, Black trench coat is really into like long hair in front of their face. Oh, like the the girl from the ring, but grown up yes. and starring in the Matrix. Exactly that is the Got vibe it. that black trench coat is going for. Okay, cool. I see it. Ring Matrix. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Good job. Thank you. Words. So <laughs> Black Trench Coat's throwing around uh Red, white, and British. 
Red, white, and British, which is my favorite thing you've I ever said. I guess that's why life. you didn't understand when I said Dr. Weavers because I wasn't calling her red, white, and I thought British. it was red, white, and British. Yeah. <laughs> that's that my sense. favorite thing. I see your confusion. I also feel like you need to try and sell that to like great British baking show somehow. Like, I don't know what you want to do with this, but I did coin red, white, and British. I don't know how you want to use it, but pay me. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Ooh, throwing... that means you get to call Paul Hollywood. He doesn't do it for me. We've had this conversation. <laughs> okay. More into the other one. No. No. Yeah. No. So uh, throwing her around like her office so her like trophy falls on the floor. And the doctor starts to run away. Black trench coat picks up a pointy trophy. Dr. Red, White, and Blue runs to the kitchen. And again, Madison is just like stuck on the floor, like watching all of this happen. Okay. All right. Not that she would have done fuck all anyway. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) I'm sorry. um, Did you have a washer and dryer here? I'd like to continue my laundry. Yeah. No, she's like, oh, I'm not stuck. I was just watching. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay. So – uh, boop, boop, boop. in the kitchen, red, white, and British, black trench coat jumps on top of her. And doctor's like, what do you want from me? And we hear to show you what the cancer has become. And then hits with the trophy and hits with the trophy and hits forever with the hits trophy. Forever and blood, with the trophy. like her splashing everywhere. Okay. All right. Cut to Madison screaming now in her own home on the floor, like daytime birds chirping. What the fuck? And okay. she like reaches up and touches her head. Her head's bleeding again. Fuck. Cut to our two detective friends at Red, White, and British's house. And they're talking about how the Vic's name is Dr. Weaver. And they look at the body and CSI Winnie, little girl, is – um says that it was like the trophy that did it because like the top half of it is like missing or something like that. Okay. As that was the murder weapon. And they were like, wow, like brutality like this, it's like similar to the other corpse. Do we think it's like the same guy? And they're like, that's, you know, my bet probably. Yeah. So, uh, Kako is like, yeah, okay, well we need to find that missing half of the trophy of the trophy. And when he's like, yeah, don't we all? Thank you. Oh, Thank Winnie. You. Heart <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Little Winnie. So, Kakoa goes into the doctor's office, house office, and picks up the picture that she was looking at. It's a little girl with long, dark brunette hair and like bangs that kind of cover her eyes. Uh oh. Not quite ring, but just bangs. Right. No, I'm thinking Madison has bangs and long hair, though. Okay. True. And it says, patient May 1992 on the back. So apparently Dr. Weaver, British, red, white, and blue. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) British, red, white, and blue. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Says, um, Dr. Weaver specialized in child care. Um, she did reconstructive surgery on children. 
And so all the journals have, like, she kept very, very good journals about all the patients and all the details, blah, blah, blah. So they're bringing all of the books to the precinct. Okay. Cut to the other half of the trophy that's missing being turned into a fancy knife. Oh. It's like already okay. pointy, so we cut off the like little roundy snake around it. Okay, and so shaved ring. it a little so that way you could really kind of like grab it as if you're holding your keys kind of. And yep. then it's like and so Ching. Ring Matrix is doing this, we should presume. Ring Matrix, yeah. Okay. At because they're in the uh the fan room because oh, tour guide oh, in the fan in the tunnel under the fan room. Got it. And tour guide is on the ceiling. Yeah. Well, Got it's it. only it's it's like a it's a V ceiling. No, no, no. I know what you meant. Okay. I just meant that's where we are. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. tour guide is still hanging and she's like trying to like scrape the ropes a little to kind of like mm-hmm. get free and then <laughs> a <laughs> knife gets thrown like directly next to her head. Great. And we hear, "Don't even try." This bitch. Cut to TV of oh, Dr. Red, White, and British's death on the news, and Madison okay. is like in the bathroom throwing up. Oh, Sydney's okay. there helping, and Sydney's like, "Did you know her?" You know, and she and Madison is like, "No, I saw her die mm. through my washing machine." Yeah, it was the same guy that attacked me, but I was in her house. I was like here and there at the same time, and she starts like crying and freaking out. You know? Wow. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same. Same. It's rough. You're having a rough go of it. A tough time. Yeah. Cut to the detectives. They're looking through the doctor's journals, and it's like a lot of very sad children pictures. So Regina's like, "All right, I'm done for the night. Goodbye." Also, this cop station is just like one giant open room, like very big open space. Interesting. Okay. In like a kind of old, beautiful building, it looks like. Oh, neat. So I don't know what Seattle's doing, but uh, <laughs> she leaves and, you know, they have detective buddy talk. And sure. Kakoa asks one of the other people there, Bosco, who's a jokester, uh, to age names. up. <laughs> age up the photo of the little girl. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. 30, yep. 30 years. Cut to a red light and rain on a window with red light shining through. Okay. And we see Dr. Other Guy who is in the hallway at the very beginning. Yep. So not Mike Mendez, not Dr. Weaver, different doctor. Other doctor that was like, he's drinking electricity. He's drinking electricity. Got it. This doctor. We see him 30 years later. He's on the phone in his um, house talking on the phone about clearly what happened to Dr. Red, White, and British. And, like, how could this happen? Like, she's, like, only helped people. She was so good. Da, 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 da. And he's like, don't bring up Simeon Hospital. That was a different time or something like that. Okay. And then he gets kind of static on the phone and it's like, and like, whatever. He hangs up. So he's in his bedroom. It's pouring rain because it's Seattle, you know. And um, he just lives by a place that has, like, a red light shining through. Okay. So that's Your nightmare. Definitely. So so he's in his bedroom. He puts the phone down. He turns around. 
his window is open. Okay. Did he forget to deadbolt it? <laughs> no. Did you not get your electronic your screwdriver? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you have a rrr I can borrow? I really do always need to borrow your rrr. You I do. should just get my own rrr. What am no, I doing in my life? I like when you borrow mine. <laughs> borrow my rrr. <laughs> so, he looks... <laughs> He goes over and investigates the window. Okay. And there's water inside because it's pouring. Oh, it's raining. Yeah. But then it looks like the water continues a little bit like into his walk-in closet. And then he looks and the closet light goes out. Oh, no. Question 10. What do you do? What does he do? (sighs) Do I have to put this fucking house on the market too? Fuck. Got a lot of real estate. Yeah. Um... I think he goes and opens the closet door like a big dumb dumb dick. So the stare. door is open. Oh. It's the light went out and it's a walk in. Okay. So explain the water to me again then. Okay. So it's like the closet and then the first, right when you walk out of the closet, there's a window to the left. And so that window's uh-huh. open. And water was, like, pooling at the, underneath it. But there's, like, water that continues to go into, into the, closet. the closet. Yeah. Like, footsteps, if you will. Oh, I see. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking, like, upstream was. It's more like little puddles. So like, Little puddles. You know, I get it. Yeah. Can assume. I think... I am going to treat these little puddles as footsteps of a person and I'm going to leave the room that I'm in and arm myself and call the police and say there's an intruder and then leave the house. He follows the footsteps. Yes. Pick the dumbest thing. That's what they do. (laughs) Exactly. It's infuriating. Yeah. I can honestly, honestly say that if I was alone and I saw mystery footsteps going into my closet. And then the light turns off. And then the light turns off. I don't. I just. It's not even a matter of not wanting to look. It's just like. This is what we've trained for. Don't look. <laughs> this is what we've trained for. Like, call 162 the episodes. This is what we've been training for, people. Yeah. Like, just don't. I don't know. It just feels unsafe. Anyway, continue. He looks in the closet, goes into the dark, turns on the light because it's like a pull string one in Pulling the middle. string. Yeah. And he looks. Nothing. Nothing. So he grabs sure a towel, fine. obviously, because right. mm-hmm. there's water. Oh, right. So he's grabbing the towel. The door starts to like close a little behind him. He looks behind there. Nothing. And then he mm-hmm. just dries up the water. Great. Dries up the water. What could be wrong? Turns off the light. Goes to the window and looks out into the rain. And now we see a dark person figure behind him. Who could have predicted? He closes the window and locks it. Okay. This time. All right. And he goes over to bed. No one's there. And now he's like, you know, at his nightstand, he pulls the the sheets down and then he just sits on the side of his bed 
so we see like POV of his feet under the bed and I was like, no, no, this is my nightmare. Also, who like sits on the edge of their bed rather than just like get into it? I don't know because people who aren't scared of things under the bed, maybe. That's insane. Like a crazy person. Yeah, crazy person. People who just go wipe up water footprints. Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's just POV of feet. And I was like, no. <laughs> pick up your feet pick, pick up, up your, your feet. feet this is like people crawling on the ceiling almost mm-hmm. for me like my feet on the floor is so scary i'm with you and then his feet lift up he's good okay the light goes out turns off his light and then we just have the red light from outside still nightmare mm-hmm. also nightmare so <laughs> many nightmares for kim <laughs> cut to madison's house in the rain thunderstorm beautiful She's asleep in bed. She turns over and there's a red light on her face. <gasps> she opens no. her eyes. She can't move. Dr. What's-His-Face is in bed next to her. Uh, <laughs> no. She screams. The doctor is sleeping. The walls start to melt around her. And they melt back up into his house. And then um, Ring Matrix is behind her because she's just like stuck laying. <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm having a reaction right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to. I. What is it I specifically to? There's so I much. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that this was like a person on the ceiling type of thing, but I can't get out of my head laying in bed thinking you're alone and waking, opening your eyes to someone else being in your bed. Nightmare. Ah, I didn't know that was. Oh, my God. Well, great. Now that's my sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. God. Thanks a lot, Ketred. Well, I'm so sorry. That just really, I couldn't shake it. I couldn't shake it. Okay, sorry. So most terrifying thing ever happens, and the next terrifying thing happens? <laughs> What's the next thing? <laughs> I'm never sleeping again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to call my new friend and be like, can you come sleep next to me? Can you come sleep next to me so that I know who's sleeping next to me? <laughs> so that when I turn over, I expect to, to see a person. Yeah. Um, so Ring Matrix is behind her, crawls over her, but like it's just no. crawling on the bed, you know, because she's just stuck there. Like, like she's like, just like, excuse like, me. It's living its life and she's just like ah! stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> and Pardon me. Excuse me. Now, Ring Matrix crawls onto him, pulls out the trophy knife. It's a weird leg backwards situation. Like, picture my leg. It happens real quick, but I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, okay. But picture I'm sitting. You're sitting. I'm sitting on top of him. Straddled. Yeah, but I... Uh, my, our legs are pointing in the same direction. Got it. So I just got a bent knee. Yep. But then I stab him forwardly, I think. It happens very quickly, but stabs forever. Okay. But All there's right. definitely like a, a bent knee in the wrong direction situation. Interesting. Okay. Nobody likes a <laughs> backward bent knee. Maybe she was trying to have sex in a hammock. Ah, ah, <laughs> you love it call back to some friday the 13th yeah sure where somebody tries to fuck in a hammock can't remember 
Uh, and then fucking ring matrix turns to Madison. Yeah. And it's no. like through the hair, it's like a little creepy eye, like a little yeah. tiny creepy eye. Yeah. And Madison sits up and screams in her own bed. Sydney comes running in. There's blood on the pillow. Madison is freaking out and she says, uh, he killed again. I saw his face. Okay. Question 11. What do they do now? What do you do in life? Must have been um, Now I'm starting to feel like I don't know if selling my house is going to help anything. No, I still, there's juju here that I don't want to be a part of. Um, and I just called Sydney. So I'm being proactive in that way. Yeah, I think Sydney was staying with you at this point. Okay. I guess maybe what I'll do is like, maybe hand in hand, we'll call the police and be like, I have a tip. I think someone was murdered. Great. Time to get some help. Yeah. They go to the police station. Okay. And they're talking to Kakoa and Regina. Our detective friends. Yeah. And Madison is trying to tell them that, like, she has, like, basically she saw it happen. Like, she had visions. Like, I know that sounds crazy, you know, but, like. And they're like, all right, Patricia Arquette. (laughs) And. Sydney is like, come on, don't you have, like, psychics that you use, like, you use psychics for, like, missing person cases, right? right. And Regina's just like, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't. And then Sydney goes, well, I played one on TV once, and those detectives said it was real. <laughs> I love that! <laughs> and Kakoa definitely, like, is hard-eyesing her a little bit. Like, they, 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 Yeah. Hardizing Sydney? Sydney, yeah. Well, like this is thinks... going to break little Winnie's heart. I know. I think he finds her, like, kind of cute and endearing. So Madison describes what happens, like, knows where it took place because of the red light. She's like, right. it's at these apartments. Right. Because of the red light. Red light apartments. Except with the name. And then we get our music again. David Caruso, sunglasses. (laughs) So the cops now go with the girls to the apartment building and the detectives go in. They make the girls wait outside. And we cut to like upstairs. The cops are just like clearly leaving one person that they had just been like, oh, so sorry, you know. And they're walking through the halls to the next one. And Regina's totally busting his balls about, like, the li- liking the little cute actress or whatever. <laughs> and they go to the next door and to knock. And it's, like, slightly ajar. So they go in with guns drawn. And they go into the bedroom. And it's, like, dead doctor. Dead very, doctor. Very, bloody. Your face is yeah. gone dead. Oh, his face is gone. Yeah. Okay. The ring matrix does have our rule book of hit and stab stab forever. forever it's okay oh so she stabbed his face gone because now has trophy tro- right mm. no i just mean i'm just thinking about how much you have to stab to gone someone's face yeah yeah okay cool cool yeah. cool 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 with, cool. with her uh, hammock knee <laughs> her hammock knee yeah and her trophy knife <laughs> so 
<laughs> Cut to a sketch that clearly Madison had them draw. And it's like still like long hair. And so it's like just peeking through like a gnarly looking face with like fucked up teeth and like eyes that are like at different places ah. and like very tiny kind of, but like long hair covering it. And so Regina's Blur. like, so I'm putting out a bolo on sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> sloth would never do this. Sloth would never. That's insulting to sloth. That's really insulting to sloth. And it makes me think you've never seen fucking Goonies. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a mini sloth face inside this long hair. Okay. Got it. So Madison goes into the bathroom and she's like putting water on her face. The lights start to flicker. Eh. Her phone rings. It's an unknown number and it's a, f- a flickery oh, on no. the phone. And she's like, hello. Bitch. And it says, hello, Emily. And nope. she says, my name is Madison. Madison! <laughs> what the fuck? I almost, I almost was going to say, I'll give you a bonus point if she guesses what, if you guess what she says next. What the Christ? Well, you would have never guessed because I. A, you don't pick up spam calls. B, you don't give them your, say I your name. I was, that specific part was when I was like, these people and their choices in this movie. That one killed me too. Oh my God. I love right. it got you. Your fake name from your fake mother. And All right. your sh- like basically they're like your fake mother gave you the name Madison. Your shitty right. marriage gave you the name Mitchell. But you'll always be Emily to me. Okay. And she's like, who are you? And they're like, you know, equally who basic I am. names. <laughs> even if they even if they say I'm only in your head. And she's like, I don't know. And they're like, you let them tell you I wasn't real, just a voice. Now I'm going to make them pay one by one. And she yells, Gabriel, no. Gabriel. And is like oh, surprised no. herself. And then they're like, <laughs> see, deep down, you've always known. Oh, and she's shit. like, please stop. And he's like, I'm just getting started. Oh, shit. So cut to Madison being like, Cindy, we're leaving. Let's go. And they peace out. Bosco walks by Kakoa and Kakoa's like, hey, did you age that photo up yet? And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't that why you brought her in? And Kakoa's like, what? And he's like, yeah, the chick from the photo. And so Kakoa now looks on his desk and the picture of the aged up looks just it's like Madison. Madison. Oh, shit, this bitch is a demon. <laughs> shit. So he realizes that she is the murderer. Was a demon. No, was the patient from Red, oh, White, and from British. from the, the Red, White, and British, yeah. Because that's okay. what the picture is from. Right. Oh, yeah, I made some leaps that weren't there yet. Got it. So Madison starts telling Sydney in the car about the phone call. And she's like, his name is Gabriel. Gabriel, I don't know how I know. I like just did. It's something from my past from before I can remember. God. Question 12. Where do they go? Where do you go? Oh, oh God. <laughs> don't. I'm no, taking it. No. <laughs> um, do they. Does she use her repressed. Brain compass. To go to the old house on the cliff. 
where the hospital was. Right? That's what the hospital was. It was Brick House on a Cliff, right? Uh, I, too, am going to do that. But to sort of assess this fixer-upper and ask if it's for sale. It's very much her style. It was very castle-like almost. Yeah, I'm into it. So we're both going to go. I'll give a point for you. Thank you. I think you'd find out information. So they drive to mom's house. Okay. But mom is in a wheelchair, so she's like, Madison, how are you? And then Madison asks her about the adoption. She's like, did I have a brother or something? You know? Oh, interesting question. And mom says, no. Like, they all, they they didn't tell me, like, any information, really, just that, like, your mother died in childbirth. Okay. And then Madison's like, well, who's Gabriel? And the mom just stares and be like, zoom into her face. Oh, no. Got to a VHS tape being put into a VCR. Kids, those are how we used to watch movies. And it says, Madison's ninth birthday slash Christmas. So we're singing happy birthday to Madison, clearly, who's turning nine. Um, I love this little girl actress. There's two that look exactly alike, and they both play the younger version of everyone in everything. Oh, great. Can't wait to yeah. see. One is in Handmaid's Tale, where she's the only role I've seen her not be a younger person of someone else. She was still. Mm. And then, yeah, I've Googled these people before because they look exactly alike, but they're, like, not related. It's, like, two different girls. But, like, oh. I swear to God, they look, like, the same. I don't know. It's crazy. Send me a link. I'm curious. They're having conversation, like, as it's happening, being like, oh, like, you know, you wanted to have a party so bad. We invited your entire class and no one showed up. Kill me. And Madison's like, yeah, they thought I was a freak. I had no friends. I remember that. So it's just mom and dad. And Madison blows out the candles and then she looks next to her and says, stop saying that. They are. And the parents ask, who are you talking to? And Madison says, Gabriel. Gabriel. And mom's like, oh, is that your imaginary friend? And Madison's like, no, he's not made up. He says you are, that you're not my real mom. Great. Now it goes to Christmas time and mom is pregnant with Sydney. With Sydney. So Madison is sitting out under the tree when there's like toys under, you know, I think it's whatever, toys presents under the tree, but there's like a a little light up phone kind of thing. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, Like play phone. So she's talking on it about the baby coming. And she's like, no, please don't hurt the baby. And dad interrupts, like, is everything okay? And she's like, yes, dad. Is everything okay, my haunted child? (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, we've got a lemon. We'd like to return her, please. Hi, we did not ask for a creepy crap bag. Please take my creepy crap bag back, please. (laughs) So in real time now, mom is talking about how Madison's like conversations with um, Gabriel used to like chill them to the bone. Me too. And we just assumed that like whatever happened to you before you came to our family like really hurt you. And right. you like created Gabriel to like survive Cope. that pretty much. Yeah. And she's just like we thought like if we just like gave you enough love like you wouldn't need him anymore. Right. Cut to Kakoa at work. Um, it's like late, he's alone looking through the binders and he finds hidden, um, thumb drives. Okay. And one says E-May on it. Okay. 
And so he puts it in. It's a video of Dr. Uh, Red, White, and British. It's Thursday, July 23rd, 1992. Okay. So she's talking again, like, in her office. Right. And she says it's the seventh year since Emily May has been here. And it's, like, unlike any other case we've ever had. She's had recent mental psychosis, um, seeing visions and hearing thoughts from the devil. Ah, Beelzebub. (laughs) (laughs) And so I contacted two other doctors for help that specialize in children. And then Kakoa sees a photo of Dr. Red, White, and British, um, dead sleeping doctor, and one more doctor named Dr. Gregory. Oh, no. And so Kakoa, of course, is like, we got to go find Dr. Gregory. Right. Cut back to Madison. She's home now brushing her teeth in the bathroom. And she leans down and, like, rinses her mouth up. And she looks up. And in the mirror, she's an old man. Ah! Or, like, that's what we see. And then the walls start melting around her. And the old man starts, like, undressing. And she's frozen. And (laughs) it's um, Dr. Gregory. Yeah. Now it's, like, melted into his bathroom. And he's, like, in the bathtub reading. Second terrifying nightmare I didn't know I have. <laughs> Looking into a mirror and seeing an old man face. I mean, you know how much I hate mirrors and the, nighttime. The, the scare and of washing my face and then lifting. Yes. I'm terrified. It's a terrifying action. I wow. still do it every night. It's very important wow. for your skin. It really is. Um, Fuck. But it's terrifying all the yeah. time. Huh. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's up there. This is fucking me up a little bit. <laughs> That's why I needed a, a palate cleanser of 90 Day Fiance after I saw yeah, it. Yeah. And why yeah. I was afraid of being murdered in the fucking bathroom. I think you do need to call your new friend to come over and hang out with you tonight because I'm feeling freaked out. So it's fine. I'll Instagram message him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's frozen now in his bathroom. The lights go out. Uh, ring matrix is behind her with uh, his trophy knife right and cut to Kakoa pulling up outside to this like really tall condo building and he runs in he now gets into the doctor's apartment and he's like hello hello and hears a noise and he's like answer me and he goes into the bathroom the doctor is murdered it's dead yeah and it's like blood all in the bathtub yeah Madison, though, is still there frozen. He can't see her. She can only see him. She can see them. They can't see her. Right. Okay. And Madison kind of, like, yells for him. She's like, he's still here. So Kakoa is, like, going up and looking at the body. And then we see Ring Matrix is Ah. hiding up in the ceiling corner. And jumps no. down onto Kakoa, which, like, knocks him down. He shoots, which, like, breaks the mirror. And it, creep, creepy, creep face is, like, looks at Kakoa and slices at him. They start fighting. And um, he pushes Ring Matrix, like, out the door and shoots. So Ring Matrix, like, runs off. Kakoa follows. So now we're chasing. We're chasing Ring Matrix. Chasing Ring Matrix. Okay. Um. So Ring Matrix is running with like a tiny bloody sloth face. 
oh, hidden no. hidden. When you say tiny, I don't know. It felt tiny. Like it, like it was like, like a smushed face. Like they, they didn't realize that they had more space to work with. Yes, got it. Plus, like we can't see that much. It's just like between hair, hair. kind of. But it, it okay. felt tiny. I hate this. <laughs> it's not. It was I hate not, this. It's not cute. I also didn't know that I really need a a full size face. <laughs> I need a venti face. Tall does not work for me. <laughs> I like my face is venti. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a pumpkin spice venti face, please. <laughs> yeah. So, um, ring matrix gets to like the end of the hall and goes out to a fire escape out there okay. and starts just goes onto the edge and just jumps from one level to the next down. What the fuck is your deal, Beals, about Gabriel? <laughs> so Kokoa chases, but he, like, gets to the fire escape and is like, fuck, and, and starts human. running down the stairs <laughs> yeah. like a person. <laughs> so ring, ring fucking whoever. Carrying fuck. all that face with him. Yeah. <laughs> <A> huge face. <laughs> yeah. They're just, like, parkouring down to the ground. Sure. And, um... Kakoa gets to like the bottom level and is like, fuck, I'm out of my mind and like jumps off onto a dumpster. Oh. Um, and like falls to the ground, but gets up and keeps on chasing. So Ring Matrix is running and like breaks kind of like a basement window, sort of, and jumps in. So Kakoa follows. And now it's like some dark steam room, fucking terrifying, whatever the fuck. And he's got like a flashlight that he's run chasing with and i was like Jesus. none of this is a smart idea how do you none know that ring this. matrix didn't just stop and wait for you right you're dead yeah so anyway they keep running through all these things whatever tunnel and i see we're now at the seattle tour area oh okay and ring matrix now like breaks the wall a little bit and like crawls through there jumping through some rubble and shit and <laughs> very good at parkour <laughs> Sure. Like very light, light, light on, on, their, their, light on their feet. Knees. Light on their hammock knees. Yep. Got it. <laughs> and, um, you know, Kako is following and shooting, and Ring Matrix is matrixing, judging it, obviously. Right. Yeah. And now we're in like a room with like old timey carriages that's very dark and dusty and uh, has um, ground fog. Creepy. And,. So now Kakoa slowly starts looking around, creepy as fuck, and then a carriage starts moving <laughs> towards him. Oh, and no. so he goes up to it and opens the door, nothing, looks around and to another carriage. And we see on top is like a glistening knife on top of the ah. carriage. And then the uh, ring matrix jumps down at him and they fight. And Kakoa sh- tries to shoot, but ring matrix like parkours out of the way and like up the wall into a hole in the ceiling. What are you? And has weird uh, hammock limbs, I think. It's very, like, they're parkouring in a long trench coat, so it's hard to tell. But I'm like, what the fuck is going on with your, like, with your double-jointed limbs? I don't know what the fuck's happening. All right. I can't wait to look this up. Because you're just, you know what I mean? It's fast, but I'm like, something feels weird about your hammock knees. Yeah. (laughs) And possibly... Elbows. I don't know. You've got limbs. 
I'm sensing <laughs> a hammocked knee and possibly a hammocked elbow. But they seem to give you super parkour uh, abilities. So I don't know. Well, think about um, runners that are uh, missing a leg. Uh-huh. They have that sort of like scoop kind of thing that they run on right. because it provides the bounce right. that, that our knees give us. But like having your knee backwards actually provides more like bounce. That's true. Yeah. Who knew? Kim just put her knees backwards to test it out. <laughs> <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> what did my face look like? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just testing out your backwards knees. <laughs> it really was. Bouncing them around. Yeah. <laughs> All the animals that are the highest jumpers, all their knees are backwards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Science. Mind blown. Hmm. Okay. So now we cut to basically Kako is like, oh, fuck. Here, here's where the, the chase ends. Right. I can't. My knees are forward, so I My can't knees parkour are forward. this done. thing. Yeah. <laughs> cut to daytime. Madison's house. Um, the detectives are there and Kako is explaining to Madison and Sydney that she was a patient of Dr. Red, White, and British. Got it. And Madison is like, I have no memory of this. Okay. And he tells her, you were born Emily May. And she's like, Emily, that's what Gabriel calls me or calls her, you know? And so Kakoa wants to use a hypnotherapist to like bring back memories and Sydney mm-hmm. just like <laughs> cannot contain her smile because she's no. just like, I knew it. <laughs> I love her. And Regina's like, it's not a psychic. <laughs> I love her. It's very cute. So, cut to um, Madison getting hypnotized, like in in her own living room in the house. Right. So the detectives are there. Sydney is there. Madison is there, and the hypnotherapist. So she's under whatever, and she's like, I'm in a hospital, I think. And they're in, you know, they're like, why? And she's like, I'm not sure, but I'm better now. That's why my new parents are here. They're, they're coming to pick me up and take me to my new home. He's here, too. He followed me from the hospital. No, oh, no. And the hypnotherapist asks, who's Gabriel? Is he a friend? And Madison is like, he says he is, but I'm the only one who sees him. And now we're seeing, like, a flashback of her as a kid. And um, it's a cake, like, that's been decorated, but kind of, like, a hand has swiped through the decoration. Mm. And so it's ruined. And um, Madison is, like, blaming Gabriel. And the parents are mad because they're, like, stop blaming Gabriel, yeah. your imaginary friend, for this thing that this you This is, did. like, a more terrifying version of Drop Dead Fred. Yes. It's exactly Drop Dead Fred. Mm-hmm. So Madison is like he's like he he does bad things and I'm the one who gets in trouble. Oh, and so it's flashback to her in her room, like crying, and that little phone is next to her and it rings. So she picks it up and we just hear her say, "But she's sleeping." I guess really like a good surprise. And so little girl Madison. Goes into the kitchen, gets a knife, and goes to the table where the messed up cake is. 
<clears throat> and she holds the knife over the cake and we hear like whispers being like, slice the cake, slice the cake. And then the walls start melting around her. And then the okay. walls melt back up and we're in um, the parents' bedroom. Bedroom. And they're asleep. She's standing over sleeping pregnant belly of the mom holding out the knife. And we hear whispers, cut her, cut her. And then mom wakes up and she's like, Madison? <laughs> oh, no. That was a dirty, dirty trick, Gabriel. I thought I was cutting a cake. And then little Madison like kind of snaps out of it and sees that she's holding a knife over the pregnant yeah. belly. And she screams. So she almost killed Sydney. She almost killed Sydney. Shit. Okay. Also. Wow. One of the great nightmares of all time. Having Waking a baby out of you? Yes. But also. Oh, waking up with a child Waking up to, to a child standing over you with a knife. Oh, for me, it's just waking up Any to child. a child standing Turning over, you. opening your yeah. eyes, a child in bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not great. It's not great. It's not great. That's kind of like the pinnacle of creepy crap bag. Yeah. No, it's uh, that's that's really when you're like, this is a lemon, and I, I'm all out of lemonade. There's I no, am all. There's no sugar left for this lemonade. No, no, it's just what a am I doing? sour. Someone help me. It's just a sour, sour murder drink now. <laughs> Big time. Okay. So, cut back to Madison in real time. She's under hypnosis, but screaming and freaking out, and she's like, "No, it was Gabriel. It wasn't me. It was Gabriel. It was Gabriel." Mm. And so they like wake her up. And she says, I remember now, this has happened before, like waking up in strange places. Gabriel wanted to hurt the baby. It was as if he knew that when she got here, I wouldn't need him anymore. And he was right. He became a lost memory until now. Blurg. And Madison says, the killer said he was Gabriel. My Gabriel. And Regina's like, so the killer is your imaginary friend? (laughs) Right. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Regina. I hear how this is coming across. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear. I hear. I hear it. Katsu tour guide. Still hanging on bat wings. And she ends up getting one hand free. Great. Luckily, there's a tool belt hanging very close by. Thank God. That happens to only have saw poles in it. Oh, saw poles. Blades. (laughs) They're not blades. They're, um, you use them to... Ooh. (laughs) Sandpaper, but poles. Paper but poles. <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna have to leave this one be. It's sandpaper poles, everyone. But it it's the really only thing is in the tool that. It's like what you would do with sand. It's like sandpaper, but it's a metal pole. Poles. That's All right. Oh, a file. Like a file. A file. Yes. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. A file. We got there. Was that up there with soccer goals? For, yep. For, for netting? Sure. <laughs> These soccer goals are netting. Yep. Yep. It's a file. <laughs> I got it. Okay. 
this tool belt only has sandpaper poles in it. <laughs> so luckily it was hanging nearby and she could just reach a sandpaper pole. A sandpaper pole. And so she sandpaper pulls off the other rope. Great. And then her legs and she jumps to the floor. And great. <laughs> she starts to walk around and she falls through the floor. Yeah. And oh, no. she's in Madison's living room. And that whole group had just like, they're now like standing in front of the doorway. They're all about to leave. And like our music turns on. And Madison just turns and screams. So Madison sees tour guide. They all do. They all see her. We're literally like we're standing at the bottom of the stairs and someone just fell through the ceiling. Okay. All right. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Cut. Now there's cop cars. Madison is in the back of one. Sydney is trying to like be like detectives. No, she didn't do it. And they're like, this is a crime scene now. And it's pouring rain. Everyone's wet. And Winnie from inside needs to show the detective something. Up in the attic is the trophy knife and the long black matrix jacket. Oh, no. And Regina is like, told ya. So cut to them in an interrogation room with Madison. And Regina is like, we have the murder weapon, the leather coat, the gloves, and Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer's workshop up in your attic. Wow, this does not look good. Doesn't look good. And Madison's like, no, it was Gabriel. Like, he must have gotten my house. Like, he's done it before. And Regina's just like, enough with the boogeyman story. Stop it. But Madison is like, Kakoa, you've seen him. You know it's not me. Oh, right. Smart one, Madison. And Kakoa is just like, who's the woman that fell from the ceiling? And Madison's like, I don't know. (laughs) And Regina's like, you're sick in the head. Like, you were sick when you were a kid. And... Now it's come back and you Mm. blame the doctors for it. So that's Mm. what's happening. Yeah. Then the lights start flickering. Oh. And we start hearing some high-pitched electronic sounds. And she's like, it's not me. And Regina's like, stop lying to us. And Madden says, I'm telling the fucking truth. And all of the lights explode. Oh, dear. That didn't help your case, my love. It didn't. And then Kakoa's cell phone rings. And it says, unknown. Oh, no. Flickering. Oh, no. And Madison says he wants to talk to you. And Regina's like, what the fuck? So Kakoa puts it on speakerphone. And it's like, electronic feedback. And Gabriel says, hello, detective. And Kakoa asks who it is. And Gabriel says, you know who I am. You found me. And Kakoa was like, not soon enough. And Gabriel says... That they found his things, but he wants them back. And they're asking, oh. like, why was your stuff in her attic? Are you trying to, like, incriminate her? And he's like, the dumb bitch didn't even know I was nesting in her home. And Kakoa asks, who are you, Gabriel? And Gabriel says, I thought she told you. I'm a figment of her imagination. <laughs> Ask her what she used to call me. And Madison says... The devil. 
And the phone Cut to mom and Sydney in like mom's garage or something. And she's like, this is why I never throw anything away. You never know when you're going to need it. And I was no, like, right no. on, mom. I agree Kim? with you. Kim? You never know. Oh, no. And she hands Sydney something. Although, to be fair, I'm pretty sure what she handed her was like the adoption paper information or something. So I'm like, why would that be something that it would be on the chopping that block? That you would consider like, throwing away. <laughs> I don't think yeah. you needed to go to like your Tupperware containers of your yeah. crap. No, you could just like, say, here are the very important papers and where I keep them. Right. Yeah. You could just say that. Yeah. Because now Sydney is driving and she's calling the Guiding Light Adoption Agency asking about Emily May. And they're like, yes, we did have someone named that. Um, she was from Simeon Research Hospital, but that place has been shuttered since the 90s. Okay. So now Sydney is driving and she looks up and she's like, whoa. And we see the big building on the cliff. <gasps> okay. Music. Join our Patreon to see Kim and I taking our David Crusoe sunglasses <laughs> on and off. <laughs> Um, so by the time <laughs> uh, by the time she gets there it's nighttime. Okay. and she pulls right on up to the very edge of the cliff and parks her car ma'am ma'am like there were chuckles in, in the theater Really? Because we were all just like, like Stop. when I say pulls her car up to the edge of the cliff, I'm talking like headlights in perfect alignment with the edge of the fucking cliff. Why in the creeping Christ would you do that? Why did you park there? Just a foot You could just stop even. anywhere. Anywhere. Any point wow. in time you could have stopped. It's not like you had some waving you in like, come on, pull forward. No. Pull forward. She had no one because this place has shuttered. So it's just been empty and creepy. And now it's dark. Question 13. What do you do? What does she do? I guess she's going in. Um, So tell me who I'm with. Tell me who my little party is. Oh, you're with yourself. You, yourself, and you. I'm so sorry. I went by myself? Yep. You went by yourself. And now you're also by yourself on the edge of the cliff. In the dark. Why am I a big dum dum Derek? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I a big dum dum Derek? Uh, I'm so confused. I mean, I guess this bitch is going in. Um, I am going to back up my car, drive on back, and say, hey, two people with guns who are far more equipped to deal with whatever is in there, why don't y'all come with me? And then we'll head back. Yes. She pulls out a flashlight, crawls through some fencing, and just um, around the abandoned wheelchairs and shit everywhere. This is one of those hospitals that they just, like, were, like, left it. We're closed. Doors shut. Goodbye. Chernobyl style. Exactly. Okay. Nothing was cleared out. Also, for some reason, all of the wheelchairs are made of wicker. Made of wicker. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like the seat part. No, I get it. What? Not wicker wheels. 
Yeah. That that a horse is pulling. Yeah. <laughs> that they take their saw poles along. Their saw the... poles. Yeah. So inside it's dark and creepy as fuck, obviously. You don't say. Yeah. She's looking around and spray painted on the wall. It says, welcome to hell. And Great. she finds a directory on the wall and it says she's like looking and she's like um, record storage, which is what she's looking for is records. Got it. And it says basement. And she says, of course. She says, of course. So she knows that she's in a yeah. scary movie a right pickle. now. Like, yeah, I don't know what she's why she continues, but she's in a scary pickle. Cut to Madison now in a jail cell. But one of those ones where it's like everyone is in there, you know, it's like just the yeah, overnight yeah. one. Yeah, got it. Um, she's like yelling and pissed at first because she's like, no, I'm not supposed to be in here. I'm not supposed to be in here. And then she turns around and kind of sees everyone. They're all watching her. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I didn't know how to write this in the moment of things happening because apparently I wrote, she's a pretty princess. <laughs> but... Basically, like, she's pretty and, like... Oh, she doesn't look like she belongs there. Yeah, she doesn't look like she belongs there and everyone else looks different than her. Got it. Um, Much lower class, I would say. And they all see it, you know. So she just goes against the wall and, like, sits on the bench. She's a pretty princess. (laughs) Pretty, pretty princess, yeah. Cut to Sydney finding the records. The ones for Emily May, pretty quickly, she did it fine. Great. She's just looking through the notes, and she reads something about the result of an absorption in utero growing growing in sync with the patient. And then there's a noise. A parasitic twin! <laughs> then oh, there's, no. Then there's a noise, and um, the box she notices has some VHS tapes. Okay. Cut to VCR at home with mom. Mom and Sydney, they start watching the tapes. That's it. She got it. It was fine. Great. Congratulations. Nothing happened. Nothing happened with that right. noise. There was no. Okay. She went in alone with her flashlight to the scariest place ever and just brought the box back. And got out safely. Okay. Didn't even fall off the cliff. Nope. So now we're watching the VHS tapes. Dr. Redway and British is in her office again telling what's happening. She's like, today we're talking to the mother, Serena May. She's 15 years of age. She was raped. And she decided to entrust her children to our care for research. Oh, no. And then we see this very sweet-looking little girl with brunette bangs, Mm -hmm. long hair. And she's like, Mama won't help. She called my pregnancy a transgression against God. I don't know how to look after them on my own. He's an oh. abomination. I don't know what else to do. Please look after Emily. Oh, no. And Sydney and uh, Madison's mom is like, they told me she died giving birth. Those lying cock knockers. <laughs> cock knockers? She said cock knockers. All right. Using it? <laughs> so back to the tape. It's Serena and it's just like a close up of her face and like, um, like tears just kind of roll down and she closes her eyes and those eyes fade into some like beat up bruised eyes and we zoom out and it's tour guide in the hospital on life support. Oh, this bitch. Okay. And she's in a coma. It's in God's hands now. 
the detectives are there, and Regina says, you were right about the underground Jane Doe. They didn't know who she was. The tour guide there is Serena May, Madison's birth mother. Oh, fuck. So back to more of Emily's VHS tapes. The doctor is talking to little Emily. So it's ju- the camera's just on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, little Emily's face. Yeah. Who is also little Madison. Yep. <laughs> so doctor says, Emily, are you okay? And she shakes her head no. And she says, are you scared? And she shakes her head yes. And the doctor says, don't be. He won't wake up, I promise. We've given him a heavy sedative. That's probably why you're feeling a little sleepy too. And she says, I just wanted a private moment with you without Gabriel listening in. I notice you've been becoming a little more aggressive. Like, why is that? And Emily says, he's been telling me to do things, bad things, hurt people. And the doctor asks, why, like, is that why you attacked Bobby so-and-so? And she says, yeah. And the doctor is like, but Bobby is twice your size. And Emily says that Gabriel makes her strong and that oh, he no. told her to kill Bobby. Shit. And the doctor is like, he said those words. And Emily's like, sometimes he speaks words. Other times the words are in my head. Mm. And then they aren't really words anymore. It's just a feeling. But I know what he wants me to do. He pretends to be nice, but he's the devil. Oh, no. Again, you don't know if you're going to give birth to the devil. You just don't know. You don't know. It's it's the danger of having children. Yeah. You might give birth, might to, give the birth devil. to the devil. So the doctor says, okay. And now the camera starts to zoom out. We're like in an exam room, you know, and Emily's like just sitting on like the table thing. The doctor now has come around. She's on camera now. And she says, I'm going to wake him up. And she says to like the camera operator, why don't you come around after I've injected him? So she walks behind Emily and goes to the back of her head. And the camera starts to go around her now. And there is a skeleton alien tiny body something attached to the back of her. It's literally just like ribs. And then a creepy little face and then, like, little, like, arms. No. It's like a skeleton alien from the movie Alien. No. And then the face is, like, the the back of her no. head. Oh, I... No, no. <laughs> no, thank and you. And Mom and Cindy are watching this and they're like, ah! <laughs> and they're like, no, thank you. Fuck. So now Dr. Red, White, and British is explaining what Gabriel is. Do tell. You're going to love this. An extreme version of a teratoma. I'll look it up for you. Postmortem it, I'm sure. I'm so excited. Teratoma. Mm-hmm. Um, a tumor consisting of tissues, hair, teeth, muscle, bones. But in this case, it's a parasitic twin. So you're right. When two embryos develop in womb and they don't separate like they should, one twin is dominant while the other is underdeveloped. They're not considered conjoined because um, the underdeveloped one is dependent on the body of the other. Right. Hence parasite. So it's like a parasite Gabriel feeds off of Emily. Fuck. 
And then it just like zooms into now Madison's face, like in jail, grown up Madison. And then in jail, the ladies start kind of messing with her. Like, oh, did you like get lost on the way to the country club? And they're all like laughing and mullet chick gets up and like in her face and then afro chick on the other side of her stands up like you know Mm -hmm. and cut back to the vhs tape doctor got my face stabbed is sitting behind emily emily's like sitting on the table or whatever Mm -hmm. he's sitting behind her showing pictures of things to gabriel and then emily is saying what it is Okay, but like for Gabriel, basically. Oh, fuck. Like, the doctor shows it to Gabriel. But she can see it, even though she's not. Apple. This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So back to more red, white, and British explaining things. She's like, we suspect that Gabriel can access the visual parts of the brain, making Emily see what he wants her to see. That explains her hallucinations and waking dreams. Fair. Back to current Madison. She's like getting pushed up against the wall and they're like making more jokes about her. Mullet's like getting up in her face. And then Madison pushes Mullet and um, kind of like yells for a guard. But Mullet mm-hmm. grabs her and they like throw her down and start kicking the shit out of oh, her. Oh, fuck. Okay. Back to VHS of Gabriel freaking out, like. (laughs) (laughs) That's so creepy (laughs) and stupid and scary. It really is. And the nurse is trying to, like, hold him down. And so the lights all start flickering. So they're trying to, like, I don't know, electroshock them. But the machine starts freaking out. He's like, yeah, give it to me. me." (laughs) And mom and sister are just watching, freaking out. Back to jail, all the lights start flickering and Madison's eyes start rolling back in her head. Now Mullet has like picked her up by the back of her head and she's like touches, Mullet looks at her hand and it's like covered in blood and she's like, what the fuck? And then Madison starts like having like a seizure, like in the middle of like the cell. Back to the doctors. Explaining more. They share the same brain. So he's able to trick her mind and make her think she's living her life as usual, placing her in a sort of mental prison while he hijacks her body. And, like, as she's saying that, we're seeing flashes of, like, all the murders happening. Right. And then we hear it's time to cut out the cancer. And they start cutting off Gabriel. Gabriel. From the body. Right. But they discuss how they're conjoined at the brain. So full removal would either kill Emily or result in like extreme brain damage. So they're going to remove what they can and then suppress the rest. So they just push the brain into the skull and then put the skull back on. This doesn't feel (laughs) right. This doesn't feel like the right solution. Okay. The little brain face the this fucking is. Professor Quirrell Voldemort situation. <laughs> Did we <Yes>. learn nothing? <laughs> totally. 
Did we learn nothing? <laughs> so got to Madison in the cell now, like screaming and holding the back of her head. And she starts pulling her hair apart in the back. Sure. And there's a cracked skull and the skull starts opening up and a little tiny brain face pops out. And right. all the ladies start freaking out. Madison yeah. like stands up now and cracks her arms backwards ah. like <laughs> and then starts walking backwards so she really does have hammock knees and hammock elbows yeah oh no and then she goes over and like rips out the neck of one of the ladies and then just starts killing all of them in like gruesome ways like stomping heads and just breaking bones like completely in half and like snapping necks until mullet is the only one left and she's like at the door like screaming for the guard (laughs) um fuck are these guards yeah it's like screaming bloodbath in there yeah also like now it's like we like see madison's just kind of dead face like before it's like the i think like the hair was covering everywhere So now it's like, um, now the, it's like (laughs) the front. No, I understand. So yeah. So she's just, it's her body going backwards because Gabriel's (laughs) face is in the back. But before I don't, I think maybe ring matrix had like a wig as well. So like normally there'd be a wig covering Madison's face. But now it's not. So it's just Madison's face, dead, the dead looking, just being like. This is a bummer. Oh, my fucking as if, God. As her body is walking backwards with like hammock situation. That's, it's terrifying. I've never fucking seen that before. <laughs> That's terrifying. fucking scary as shit. That's fucking scary as shit. It's terrifying. Oh, God. So All right. She grabs mullet. The guard finally comes and sees like everyone dead. She's, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the room, like, poking Mullet's eyes out. But the guard pulls out his gun and starts shooting, like, through the poles. Bars. Bars. Through the, uh, sa- through the sand poles. <laughs> sand poles, yep. That's <laughs> what I meant. Bars. Yeah. And, um, but then Gabriel, like, turns and holds Mullet as, like, a shield for the bullets right. and just keeps moving towards the guard and gets there and, like, push it <laughs> I, could, I could not think of the words of any of this so i was just like, pushes it all the way up to the fence and <laughs> sure and so because his hand was like through so it like knocks his thing his gun out and then um gabriel reaches through and starts slamming his head against the poles right until he's dead and then takes his keys Cut dear to- god <laughs> yeah i know it's Fuck. upsetting it's really upsetting it's very upsetting i'm still stuck on the dead face with backwards knees it's really <laughs> fucking me up those parkouring around it's fucking me up all right yeah so kakoa now pulls up into the cop garage and Sydney calls and is like, oh, my gosh, this is what Gabriel is, blah, 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 blah. He was dormant. But when Derek smashed her head into the wall, the back of her head, it woke him up. Dumb, dumb, dickless Derek. All goes back to dumb, to dumb, dumb, dickless, dumb dickless Derek. Derek. 
And she says, tour guide is the birth mother. Or maybe he tells her that. Yeah, he tells her that. And she's like, fuck, that means she's the only person still alive that, like, knows anything. We need to talk to her. Yeah. Back to, okay, now we cut to Winnie Mm. doing her thing in the evidence room. Got it. And she's, like, actually hanging up our Matrix leather coat and has the trophy knife, all the things. And she starts to hear kind of, like, noises and shouting and stuff, like, out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And she goes and looks at the door, and now shots are being fired. And Kakoa and Regina out in the cop garage also hear the shots fired. So they're like, fuck. So then Gabriel gets into the evidence room with his electric drinking power. Right. And Winnie runs and, like, hides, you know, because it's, like, shelving and boxes and stuff. Right. So then Gabriel's just, like, tearing through all the boxes Backwards body, <laughs> Maddie's face. I just I, being dragged around backwardsly. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited to be able to recycle that meme that I made of the backwards knee hammocks. And but I'm <laughs> but so much more upset. Face. Yeah. <laughs> at Madison's face on the back of their head somehow. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be a good one. Um <laughs> Gabriel finds all of his stuff, so he's like, ha-ha, and he puts on his coat, his Matrix leather coat, and his gloves, and he picks up the knife, and he leaves when he is safe. For now. (laughs) Then um, Regina and Kakawa come in from the cop garage in through, like, the locker room, Mm -hmm. the hallway. There's, like, dead bodies, so they go to the big open office space. Um. Or maybe we go there first. They haven't gotten there yet. Okay. We go into the big open office space and the lights explode everywhere. So now Great. it's dark. And Gabriel just goes in and is like Matrix slaying all the cops. I thought he was going to be like keg party because of all the electricity shooting out everywhere. Because <laughs> he's wasted. Yeah, on he's electricity. Like, <laughs> Okay, so he matrix matrix just slices everybody slaying. Okay, so just a I wrote matrix backwards person of death. (laughs) God, I hate this. I don't like backwards people. (laughs) (laughs) Like it almost looked like a video game in like a weird way because it's like yeah, her head floating, (laughs) but he's just like you know. It's just fucking blood everywhere, and c- cops are shooting everywhere. Now, a hundred, yeah, hundred and sixty-three episodes, guys, and I just discovered something that is really fucking me up, <laughs> very badly. <laughs> Can't wait. I wonder if it'll be better or worse if you watch it. It might be better if you watch it, and like, than what you're creating in your mind, like kind of like a aversion therapy, maybe for phobias. Yeah. Give exposure therapy. That's Give what it is. Exposure yeah. therapy. Give us a shot. Let us know how it goes. I will. <laughs> okay. So now Kako and Regina run in. And so they're kind of in like one corner is where they're coming from, like the hallway from inside. Okay. Um, Gabriel's just busy slaying like more cops, gunfire everywhere. Those two detectives are hiding from upstairs. 
um, down the steps comes one detective. Regina is like hiding behind a desk and like calls someone. She's like, we need fucking help. Send the National Guard. (laughs) And new detective from down the steps is like slowly looking around. And she like turns the corner and fucking Gabriel's up hiding on the ceiling corner again. (laughs) And then just like Matrix flips and then like attacks and just like breaks her wrist in half. And when did Gabriel take Matrix lessons with Maddie's face on the back of his head? He's been doing mental exercises for 30 years. He's been mentally parkouring. For yeah. 30 years. That's a long time. Well, you know time. they say that's... Um, that exercise experiment that they did. Yeah. That's like muscles. how you know that um, visualization works for manifestation and stuff. There's like this... I'm sure I've talked about it, but I'll tell you guys now. What are we, four hours in? Here you go. So <laughs> there's this uh, experiment. There's actually quite a few, but the one that I like the most, or I don't know, there's a couple, but there's like... There's like a working out in the gym one. There's some others. And then there's like basketball shooting ones. We'll use that where it's like there's three different sets of people. And one set, set A, like goes and shoots like free throws every day, practices for one full hour. And they like, you know, measure how much better they get. And same thing with like working out, measure measure like muscle mass or something. And then group B does nothing. Group C just visualizes free throws for once an hour, like the same amount of time and, and working out. And then they measure everything. And it's like, they get almost like the exact same results as the people that actually went and did it. So that's what Gabriel's been doing. He's like, what do I want to get into while I'm trapped in this brain? (laughs) Parkour. Parkour. Parkour, parkour. (laughs) Yeah. Parkour, parkour. Parkour, parkour, And electricity. electricity. Mm. And electricity. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Did parkour even yeah. exist in 1993? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in Perry. <laughs> Is that where parkour started? That feels true to me, I'll but I don't know why. Of it for you. When as and where parkour started. Don't give a fuck. But we'll <laughs> learn. And so we'll learn. Yeah. So anyway, um, blah, blah, blah. Gabriel's killing. <laughs> Breaks her like just 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 snaps just snapping bones, you know what hmm. I mean? Right in the middle. Sure. Um, so at this point, Kakoa stands up with the gun, kind of like right in alignment with where Gabriel's busy breaking wrists. Like they're down a hallway, not like super close, but you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. straight line from each other. Yeah. So he stands up with his gun. Gabriel's doing the breaking business with Gabriel's back to Kakoa, which means he stands up with the gun and is just like looking at Madison's face and body. So question 14, (sighs) what do you do? What does he do? (laughs) (sighs) Listen, I know I'm going to get, I'm going to have some opinions about this answer. (laughs) I get it. But my job is to stay alive. That's correct. I'm going to shoot the bitch. Oh, shit. Um, what does he do? I think he doesn't. I think he's like, no, you, you're, I don't know, whatever, has a moment. I'm like, bang. That a thought. Right between her eyes. Straight out through 
his. Yay. I mean, that'll keep you alive. Yeah, thank you. He starts yelling for Madison. Mm. Um, but he does have a moment of just being like, ah, fuck, ah, fuck. Yeah. Like he wants <laughs> to be shooting, but then was like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for this. So then he starts like yelling like to Madison. To try to get her out. Yeah. Yeah. And cut to her now sitting in the jail cell still. <gasps> but now around her is just piles of dead cops. Oh, damn. And now she kind of sees the cops and like hears Kakoa. Kind of yelling her. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but, you know, distantly. Yeah. Gabriel now turns and looks at him and, like, grabs a chair, does some flippity-flu parkours and, like, shoves the chair in his arm and, like, twists it around and hurts him, basically. Okay. Um, now Regina attacks as that's happening. They fight. Regina gets, like, sliced in the stomach. Ah! But she picks up a shotgun and starts, like... <laughs> like shooting shotguns at Gabriel. she's gonna bang 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 this bitch all right gabriel starts running away expertly crab walks like no one has crab walked in their life before well because he's just that's, crawling that's forwards. his forwards yeah, yeah. it's very upsetting. i hate this i really hate this it's very <laughs> upsetting <laughs> so i can't well, it's, it's really yeah i mean just imagine <sighs> madison's dead face I am. I am doing that. You don't need to tell me to imagine it. That's why I keep having shutters. So our two detectives, which were like the only people left alive, like get up and start heading back to that hallway. But Gabriel's ran diagonal across the giant fucking room and like picks up a chair and is like swings it around like over his head, like (laughs) and throws it across the whole thing and like hits them directly. They fall. Now Gabriel, like, stands on a desk with his little tiny face growling through his long (laughs) hair, (laughs) just, like, looking at his masterpiece, and then just turns and walks out the front door. Great. Goodbye. I mean, this was another thing while watching where I'm just like, oh, so he easily and expertly killed everyone in the room, but, like, just left the detectives alive? Yeah. Yeah. And was easily beating them you know it was kind of weird unless he's just like tell my story (laughs) honestly i would have accepted that more (laughs) yeah (laughs) so winnie now peeks out from her door and she goes and finds regina and kakoa is calling for help um Regina's a little more hurt because she was like sliced so yeah kakoa and then like, like the abdomen right yeah yeah so Kakawa's going to go to the hospital for the mother because they know that that's where Gabriel's going to go. Oh, right. And so he's going on his own. They're staying because paramedics are coming. So cut to Sydney walking into the hospital already, trying to go to the room where tour guide mother is. There's a oh, cop right. sitting outside. Okay. He won't let her in. And um, she's, like, trying to convince, like, I'm with Kakawa, blah, 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 blah. And then the yeah. cop starts, like, holding his chest like, he's having a heart attack almost. Like, he's like, ah, uh, uh. Oh, no. And there's, like, electricity kind of things going on. He has said he has a pacemaker, and it's burning. Oh. Ow! The lights start flickering, <sighs> and his fucking heart explodes. <laughs> I... 
hate that. It goes completely dark. And then Gabriel's right in Sydney's ah! face. I had to pause for a dramatic pause because Ketrin had her eyes closed the whole time and I was just waiting so I could I surprise I am sorry. Her. A heart <laughs> exploding is actually, this is not a joke, is actually like a huge trigger for me. Like, horrible. Really? This whole movie doesn't seem to be hitting you well. <laughs> no. I had to read a, I, this isn't a whole story, I had to read a story in fifth grade about, um, a little a girl and her uh, a, a, her Alaskan Malamute that uh, entered the Iditarod race, and it's this whole story about like their journey. And she won with her one dog. And then the last page of the book as is, and as they cross the finish line, the dog's heart exploded. What? Why were you reading that in fifth grade? I don't know, Miss Molnar. <laughs> and that's a true story. I don't know if it's a true story. I blocked it out. But that's why whenever I hear heart exploding, I think of that book. Yeah. That's so sad. Well, now it's I'm really, sad. Thanks for bringing I us know. all down, Ketrin. You're welcome. We were having a great okay. time. <laughs> we are having so, a blast. Yeah. All of a sudden, Gabriel's right in Cindy's face. Madison is there, like, watching. You know what I mean? The way mm-hmm. she is stuck watching St- other things. Yeah. Um, so she's, like, screaming for Sydney. But, like, no one else can see her, obviously. Okay. Gabriel now over the speaker is saying, I was saving you for last. And all the lights flicker and the TV explodes. She chose you (laughs) over me. Her own flesh and blood should have killed you before you were born. And then pulls out his trophy knife. And Madison is like, Gabriel, no. And tour guide takes off her breathing mask and is like, Gabriel, and now Gabriel and Madison both look at tour guide mom. Tour guide mom is, says, please forgive me. I should have never given you away. You were my son. I should have loved you no matter what. And they're mm. both like standing there watching. And Gabriel sort of starts to lower the knife a little bit. And then Kakoa comes yeah. in and shoots and hits Gabriel somewhere. Like maybe like stomachy area you know nothing like okay. immediately dead which right. also hits madison like she's right like, ah. now cindy gets up and like stands in front of the gun and is like no 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 it's madison like don't shoot so now gabriel turns and throws the knife like across the room like Phew! like into kukutwa so he drops the gun and he like flies into the hallway kind of more in like oh. his shoulder Okay. And Madison looks down and she has like a bullet hole in her sweater. So now Sydney picks up the gun, points the gun at Gabriel, and Gabriel's like, go on, shoot me and kill her. And Sydney's like, Madison, I know you're in there. Like, she's like, what did you do to my sister? And he's like, he's not your, she's not your sister. And then Gabriel, so it's like, Two beds in the room, but no one's in the other bed. Convenient. Right. So Gabriel th- picks up and throws the empty bed, like, onto Sydney against the wall. So she's, like, this uh, fucking stuck. guy pinned. Pinned. Yeah. Yeah. Between the bed and the wall. And Madison is, like, Sydney, like, screaming for her. So Sydney's all, like, stuck and hurt against the wall. Gabriel now grabs the gun. 
And Sydney's like, please, Maddie, please. And Gabriel's like, she can't hear you. Uh, and um, question 15, you're Sydney. What do you do? What does she do? What do I have? You're pinned against a wall okay. and hurt from a, with a very heavy hospital bed on you. So you have yourself. I guess I just need to know, like, how injured I am. Yeah, you can't move. And there's no, like, adrenaline strength type of situation. Okay. Because it's a hospital bed. So it's like, you know, those electronic ones that are, like, moving. Like, you know, it's very heavy. Yeah. (sighs) I'm trying to stay alive. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's usually our goal. Uh, I'm going to play dead. I'm going to be like, I'm dying. Madison and Gabriel asleep (laughs) and just wait till it's all over. Um, I can't do shit. Uh, what does she do? So is she hearing Madison like call to her and stuff? No, I guess she just still keeps, maybe she just keeps trying to like, coax Madison back into her own body with her words. Point for her. You don't like my playing dead? No, you should have done hand in hand with her. Fuck! (laughs) I was looking out for number one. This is how you do it. Playing possum. This is how you do it. Fuck (laughs) Gabriel's. Did you you just see the Matrix... What did I call yeah. the Matrix Death Machine? What about yeah, but Matrix backwards person of me. death? Like here's me. Gabriel will remember stab forever, beat forever. It doesn't matter if you're laying there. Catherine's just holding her <laughs> arms across her chest with her eyes closed. <laughs> if you're laying there like that, all that does to Gabriel is be like, sweet, perfect position for me to shoot forever. <laughs> shoot. All right. So Sydney is like, fight him, fight him. You have to fight him. And Gabriel's like, no one's home. And then she says, he killed your babies. He Ah! was the cause of the miscarriages. He was feeding off the fetuses to build himself back up. Smart. And it's like a slow zoom like into Madison's face of feelings. And That's sh- actually what I said, too, right before I played possum. Or is it? Oh, you forgot to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, please come back. Please come back. Question 16. What does Madison do? What do you do? In general. She, she comes back. And I also come back. <laughs> How are you going to do that? With my willpower and my dead baby rage. And then we're going to, but he's still like a part of me. And then I'm going to be like, I'm mentally stabbing you, Gabriel, with my mind knife. I'm tired. Those are my answers. And what was the final answer for her? We're both going to stab him with our mind knife. Okay. I'm actually giving you one and a half points. Oh! 
Thank you. Great. She does kind of like use her mental force to like start to control her hand. Like she's starting to move her hand a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And like the bones start to crack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But now Gabriel is already holding the gun to Sydney's head. And right. he's like, goodbye, sis. And tour guide mom is like, Gabriel, no. And then he shoots Sydney in the head. <gasps> and then tour guide cries. And then Gabriel says to tour guide mom, I wanted you to see what you made me. And holds the gloved hand over tour guide mom's mouth and suffocates her until she's dead. Oh, my God, Gabriel. And then he says, a monster. Gabriel. And then we hear Madison's voice just like around, you know, and she's mm-hmm. like, no, Gabriel, you were always a monster. And then the room melts into darkness. Oh. And Gabriel's like, what's happening? And Madison appears. So it's just the two of them like in a, a dark void. Right. And she says, now I can do all the mind tricks you can. And we see... Gabriel holding the gun to Sydney's head and not shooting. Uh, so uh, like the oh. same way that, and he's like, no, that's not possible. And she's like, did you forget? We share the same brain. <gasps> so like the same way that he would like have her think she was living her life. She did that. Yes. To him. She did that to him. Great. And Gabriel's like, I didn't ask to be tethered to you. You don't deserve your body. I can use it better. And she says, not anymore. You don't get to control me ever again. It's over, Gabriel. I'm taking it all back. My mind, my body, everything. You live in a world I create. And he says, you can't lock me in here forever. You'll always be stuck with me. And she now walks out of like a cage door. And he's like, sooner or later, I'll get out. And she says, I know. And I'll be ready. And then <gasps> slams the door shut. So he's just like in an endless, dimly, cage softly abyss. lit cage abyss. Love it. And now Madison like <gasps> wakes up in the hospital in her body. Right. And Gabriel is locked in the cage. Madison... Uh, <laughs> Madison's body <laughs> starts fix. She starts fixing her body now, right? So Gabriel's little brain face goes back into the head, and then her <laughs> brain. Her <laughs> is it really coming in and out like a turtle head? Yes, not oh. not like a turtle head, like like. Not as pointy out as a turtle head, but no, but like yeah. uh, like a relief painting, like the bone, yeah, like, opens up a little, and he's like, "Hello, okay," Gross. and so it goes back inside, and then her skull closes again, okay, All and right. then she's like, click, 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 like oh. bends her bones back together the right way, <laughs> yeah. Hate when I have to bend my bones back together <laughs> and like takes off her backward, backwards matrix coat. <laughs> and Sydney's like, Maddie, is that you? 
And she's like, Sydney, I'm so sorry. Let me lift this off you. And she's like, you can't. It's too, you're not strong enough. And she's like, it was always my body. If he's strong enough to do it, so can I. Ah! So then she she can be like, I don't know how that happened. But right. she could lift it. It's, it's There was no it's, way Sydney was going to. It's adrenaline strength. Yeah, she's a mom saving her baby. Yeah. And so she lifts the bed. Sydney is free. They hug. Tour guide mom watches. Oh, they have a real um, moment from Painless, our movie, where they're oh. like petting each other's faces. Yeah. <laughs> like sisters. Are, their ha- that's what are sisters the hands as beautiful? That is what sisters no, do. It's not. The hands aren't as beautiful. But no, they're like crying and hugging each other's faces. Um, so happy to like see you each and other. Me. Like we do together as sisters in a movie we made. Yeah. And then it gets real um, <clears throat> David Caruso. And Madison <laughs> says, all my life, I've yearned for a blood connection with someone. Yet in the end, it was right in front of me all along. Hmm. Blood or not, you will always be my sister. And I will always love you. Hey. Hey. Same. Same. And they hug. And it, like, zooms all the way out. And then, like, it kind of zooms and it's like, goes to, like, a little tiny lamp on the side of the room. And that just has, like, a teeny little electrical bzzz. Uh-oh. Cut to black. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Ketrin's on the I loved it team. It'll be interesting when you watch it with your own eyeballs. It was. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll say I liked it more the second time because the first time I spent the whole time being, like, what am I watching? Right. What is this? Well, What's happening think, here? Yeah, I'm mostly excited to see what you're talking about there. And I knew I would have so much fun telling it to you. So I was like, yeah. Um, I genuinely also am like impressed with James Wan that he came up with like a creepy trip horror thing that I'm now like, oh, that's my crawling on the ceiling. Like, mm-hmm. backwards people backwards is people. apparently... Well, when I read an interview, his wife, Ingrid Bissou, which is why she's... Is a backwards uh, person? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it was her idea um, to do something about parasitic twins. Like, she like yeah. brought the medical condition to him, so that's why she has story credits, too. So it's like, I think they kind of, like, came up with it together. That's very cool. Um, so very yeah, cool. her idea. All right, total my points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Dead or Alive's, I gave you your, your dumb Derek point. Oh, thank uh, you. So you got four out of 11. Woo! Mamacita! Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be three out of 10. Yeah. Questions, you got 22 out of 32. Okay. For a total of 26 out of 43. Mm, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, you had a real Kim Burns score where it was like pretty decent. Stay, uh, yeah. Staying alive and uh, just shitty on the random guessing. Yeah. 
Um, I can't wait to watch this. So, so yeah. yeah, interested to hear what other people thought. A lot of mixed bag, I know. Um, well, yeah. it's always more fun when we do it anyway. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's one of the things that I love about our podcast is like I don't actually care if the movie is good or bad. Yeah, because <laughs> it's going to be good when we do it. Exactly. Regardless. I don't give a shit. Because it's fun, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks for sticking around for our 17 hour episode. Um, I meant to try to get the music for you. Malignant, starring David Caruso's <laughs> vibe. It doesn't sound like that song at all. That just kept being where we went. But it does but I, get very. Like. Y- the acting at the end, the acting a lot of it's like very over dramatic. It is kind over, of very. It's David Caruso. Caruso, but like I know that James Wan is doing it on purpose. You know what right. I mean? Like there's no yeah. world where he's like, like you yeah, because I mean? the act, the acting in the Conjuring movies alone, like he has Vera Formiga. You know right. what I mean? Like he knows so what he's doing. Yeah, that's why the whole time I was like, what happening but she was like yeah i was always looking for my own blood I and mean, all those things so it was very interesting Here you i go. get it yeah Yeah, I can dramatically take some sunglasses on and off to that music. Yeah. So that's for sure. That was the credits for like five minutes. And then that's what plays every time something dramatic happens. So I was like, what are we doing? I love it. I think it's great. Thanks for listening. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, Midnight Mass is now on Netflix. Go watch it. I'm very excited about it. Mike Flanagan's new series. It's really good. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. So follow us at KK Sam Podcast. If you could please write us a five-star review, that would be so helpful. We would love you forever. Maybe I'll sing you a song if Katrin will allow my mouth to be unsewn. My, my singing voice to be unsewn. So this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive, um, maybe. <laughs> we have another <laughs> podcast called Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. <laughs> Join our Facebook group. We've got merch. We've got a Patreon. There's so many fun things. Do all the things. We love you so much. And this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So until next next week, week, stay alive. Stay alive. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Me. I'm done. <laughs> hey, it's Kim and Kat from Kim and Kat Style Live, maybe, and Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. And we're here to tell you about Bad Candy, mm. available now yum, from yum, yum. <laughs> On Halloween night in New Salem, radio DJs Chili Billy, <laughs> Fun. played by Corey Taylor, and Paul, played by Zach Galligan. Gremlins! Tell a twisted anthology of terrifying local myths that lead 
to a grim end for small town residents. Uh-oh. So if you love Slipknot, Ooh. Gremlins, Ooh. and horror, yes, this is the film for you. Bad Candy is out now on demand everywhere, and you can get your hands on the Blu-ray October 10th.